When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. some news I'd like to share with all y'all since I haven't told all of your business <clears throat> I'm having sexual relations with the taxi driver Percy I love him because he first loved me <laughs> why don't I know this oh relations <laughs> Taxi, Percy. <laughs> Woo, such a good Central. one. I actually didn't expect for you to know that one. I'm interested in how many people actually would know that one immediately. Anyway, it's a great movie. Damn. Um, All I got was an article about or whether taxis are safer than Uber. <laughs> <laughs> no. Damn. Um, well, I'll say this. Jennifer Lewis is in it. Of Hilarious. course. Of course. Duh. <laughs> and there's actually a, a gif of Jennifer Lewis. It's like really popular. I see it all the time. And it's from this movie. But it's fucking hilarious. I was just watching it okay. earlier. I can hear her voice delivering the line. So now I'm going to be pissed. Everybody, this is my son. He is <laughs> one of the gays. Oh, Lord. <laughs> and he wants to be called Patrick. Anyway, guys, okay. I well, am Topanga. All right. I'll be Corey Matthews then. Why not? And this is The Read. Last episode of 2016. We're here to just rehash some old shit because why not? I guess it's tradition at this point. So this is our best of episode where we're going to be going over some of moments from The Read this year that you all chose via Instagram as the best moments of 2016. Now, I was listening to a lot of these clips earlier, and what I've gathered from it is that I um, need more help than I'm probably getting mm-hmm. uh, professionally because... You be saying wow. some crazy shit, bro. You do. You just be in here going off. But it works. Yeah. Well, why don't we start with our very first clip? This wasn't <laughs> me actually acting a fool and being crazy. It was somebody else with a theory that really made no goddamn sense. And I'm kind of curious if he still thinks this. This is when B.O.B. <laughs> somebody find B.O.B. and ask. God, uh, I mean, where has he been since? The, did he walk off the edge since of the Since there's public shaming, did he roll off the edge of it? This is from earlier in the year when B.O.B., you know, uh, got on the Internet to let us know through this record that the earth is actually flat and white America has been lying to us. So check it out. But maybe you should just make music. Like, I feel like that's what he was trying to say with that. 
because science is not your lane. <laughs> the way the world works. You can see the skyline because those buildings are gigantic. Like, they're huge buildings. Astronomy is not your strong suit, my nigga. Just leave it alone. <laughs> and then you have the nerve to write a fucking song about a fucking it. Fucking track. With a planet, fl- with well, this flat horizon oh my God. as the single cover and then diss Neil Tyson on it and then his nephew comes out of nowhere with him to write a diss back and it sounds like something on PBS Kids. It, no, it definitely did. It was but it's still horrible but hilarious. Better than because they're right and you're not. And straight up said, don't worry, I have science on my side. Like, you can say whatever you want to. You can make whatever argument you want to. I have the facts backing me up. <laughs> he should have had the the children from Bop's Kids do a choir. I cannot it. believe that nigga, like, he was determined to take that L. He was arguing with everybody on the internet about and it. And y'all niggas ain't gonna tell me nothing. I'm going up against the y'all biggest liars in the world. <laughs> Stay woke. The American government is lying to y'all. My nigga, what? Like, this is... This is not something anybody in any country, like none of the continents are divided on this. We all agree. Do you realize that America is not the world? And that if we were trying to hide that, that somebody else in this really big planet would have been like, hey, girls. So my cousin and them fell off the whole side of this bitch last week and they are gone. So the U.S. is lying. Somebody would have fallen off. Don't you think at some point over the course of human? Humanity, we would have discovered the edge of the earth if it actually was. I mean, going against all the other evidence that we have. My nigga, don't you think people would be falling off? Don't you think it would be like a big roped off area? Niggas would just be missing. Oh my God. Why can't you you fly around the whole planet in a straight line? So dumb. Like, shut up. Some of y'all need to just not talk. I know in school they told you everybody's opinion is valuable and valid. It's not. It just isn't. If your opinion is rooted in ignorance and just a straight up lack of knowledge, then shut the fuck up. Like we've seen shut the up, earth. Girl. We've just shut seen up. it. Like we it, know what it looks like. It's not a secret. It's not. We're not. This is up for debate. Why are we even talking about this, my nigga? It is 2016. It is one of the few things that. Oh my that god. Astron- get the fuck. Nah, get the fuck. This nigga. It's one of the up. few things Ooh, in astronomy <laughs> that people can be like with without a doubt. We have looked into this for so many years. Yes, we know this. In we so know. many ways. <laughs> we don't we know. know much. <laughs> we can confirm that water was found on Mars just recently. Oh, but this bitch has been round for like it's, <laughs> Just shut up, my nigga. Uh, I mean, I appreciate him for the intense chuckle I got out of this. I but appreciate shit. My nigga, how dumb can you be? Well, I just read some story online yesterday. It was like, oh, you know, there, it's odds are that there was plenty of alien life throughout the galaxy. It all died long before we got here because the Earth has like the one of the most stable atmospheres. Like, talk about shit like that. Right. Talk about stuff like that that people are still trying to figure out and there are all these theories about it and stuff like the Earth being round is just fast. Right. Right. I'm just not anti-conspiracy is. theories. There are so many conspiracy theories that I think are very fascinating and interesting and might be true. But the Earth is flat? Like, that is not... Just no, girl. Just no, 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 no. That's not even on the table anymore. Like, we're not even... We Everybody's off that. Everybody has moved on <laughs> but you and a couple Does other really crazy white people. Okay, so if the Earth is flat, honestly, where is the 
been living on this flat bitch all this time and nobody in the span of your life or your mama life or your grandmama life or your great 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 great, nobody was ever like god damn this is it we have reached the girl don't watch your step bitch you gonna fall to, to, to mercury bitch Oh, girl. Anyway, let me just move on because I could do that. BLB needs to go back to just smoking weed. Just go back to smoking weed, young lady. Not even making music. No one asked for that. Just go back to your drugs. That is a terrifying strain. Whatever it was. It's a lie, is what that is. Put that shit back. And in fact, you should report. (laughs) Whoever you got that from. Yes, and slap the shit out of whoever's around you and hasn't been telling you the fucking truth. Because you know what? I have been high. You know what I'm saying? And, and we've said some dumb we've shit We've had while said high. some dumb shit, but I feel like I have never really, like, gotten on the internet <laughs> and just said, hey, everyone, please pay attention to me. I'm going to say something completely dumb, and you have to believe me. Like, All right. So, I mean, that was one of my favorites, personally, because... It was so ridiculous that there was just so much to play with there. I mean, it's just the idea is preposterous. Dumb can really catch you off guard sometimes, (laughs) and it makes for lots of fun off the wall things. The next clip that we've got here, let's see. I want to reach down in my batch and make sure that we, you know, I want to do some really fun. Like building, you know, with yeah. suspense and things. Don't okay. want to just throw it in your kind of way. Why don't we go here with it next? This is from the episode Share My Worth, where we discussed Mary J. Blige um, and her separation from Ken Du Blige mm-hmm. um, as he tried to take all of her things. I remember this. As well as making her pay for all of his things. And took her Grammy. And stole her things. <laughs> Um, and probably has a couple pairs of her boots. We really don't know what the fuck is wrong with Kendu, but check it out. So, hey guys, May is Mental Health Awareness Month, and Talkspace, the leading virtual therapy provider, is encouraging people to talk it out in therapy. Opening up to a therapist might feel uncomfortable, cathartic, exhausting, or exhilarating. Personally, I find it to be all of these things, depending on the time and time. But... If you keep talking or texting with a licensed therapist, you'll gain insights and uncover truths that you can find only in therapy. Personally, I'm therapy constantly. It's one of the most important things in my life right now, to be honest with you. And it is just, it makes a difference knowing that you have someone somewhere uh, that is judgment-free, that is unbiased, that can hear you out. And it being Mental Health Awareness Month is the time if it's been on your mind to give it a try. Celebrate May, Mental Health Awareness Month, and the power of talking out in therapy. Talkspace is offering every listener of the read $80 off your first month with promo code SPACE80. When you go to Talkspace.com slash read to match with a licensed therapist today, go to Talkspace.com slash read to get $80 off your first month with the code SPACE80. And to show your support for the show, that's Talkspace.com slash R-E-A-D code S-P-A-C-E-8. Zero. Go get some help. Talk some stuff out. Let's get back to the show. When you want the best, you have to act quickly or someone else will get it instead. It's like if you're hiring for your business, you want to find the most talented people for your open roles before the competition scoops them up. So what's the best way to do that? We've told you. It's your girl, ZipRecruiter. ZipRecruiter finds qualified candidates fast, honey. And right now you can try it for free, girl, at ZipRecruiter.com slash the read. 
ZipRecruiter's powerful matching technology takes center stage to identify top talent for your roles. Immediately after you post your job, ZipRecruiter's smart technology starts showing you qualified people for it. And I've actually used ZipRecruiter for my for like my mm-hmm. own personal things on the back end. And it really does work pretty quickly. And I also appreciate that it's easy to use because, uh, you know, this aging brain of mine in technology works part in ways, which makes me sad, but that's a different conversation. Amp up your hiring performance with Zip Recruiter and find the best fast. See why four out of five employers who post on Zip Recruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Just go to this exclusive web address right now to try Zip Recruiter for free. ZipRecruiter.com slash the read again that's ziprecruiter.com slash the read ziprecruiter the smartest way to hire now let's get back to show let's talk about someone near and dear to someone near and dear to us that's mary j blash <laughs> uh i could have went a few ways mary j blige is going through quite the bitter divorce uh, with her soon-to-be ex-husband, Ken Do, We won't say his last name. I spit at it. That's Ken Do Blige. <laughs> Ken Do K. Blige. <laughs> That's right. Um, Ken Do apparently is demanding close to $130,000 in spousal support. <sighs> A month. How? Each 30 slash 31 days. This nigga wants <laughs> 130 Gs. Now. That isn't it. What? Mary has a po- reportedly already given this nigga 80 grand in spousal support between August and September. That's just. That's one month. That's one month. Maybe two, but still, that's more money than anybody would need in a month. If you can't make forty thousand fucking dollars anyway, and covered twenty five thousand dollars of his legal expenses. Oh no! Here is the gagger. I'm taking it back. That's right. You reclaim it. Don't let her have it. He is allegedly. He expects her to pay $5,000 in child support for his two kids from previous relationships. What? She wants to pay. He wants her to, to pay, pay his, his child, child support? support for two niggas that for two don't kids she didn't belong give birth to? to her. Oh, my God. The answer <laughs> is no. It's a resounding hell no from me. <laughs> when I tell you that I would put on a scarf, some sunglasses, and ride over the border before I give that nigga the satisfaction of buying any of these niggas a Capri Sun, bitch, you got me fucked up. No. Five, wait, I'm sorry. So you want me to pay 130000 in spousal support? A month. All on this, top of the 80 grand of, you already got. On top of the 80 grand you've already received. Plus, I've pay hired for your, your lawyers. lawyers. And you want me to pay the child support for the kids. Five grand. Five grand a month for the children you created before me and you even got together. Are you fucking serious? Plus a thousand dollars for a clothing allowance because this nigga is the beef. Like what? Are you kidding? A clothing allowance? Are you Moesha? A thousand dollars a month for clothes. No, he would be Dorian. And seventy thousand dollars. Have you noticed that Ray J is really Dorian? Moesha was on today. It's a marathon. You know what? It was I the feel one like that's where, a... like, um, Andale, rest in peace, had just sold the den. Mm-hmm. And then, like, 
Dorian thought his mama didn't want him, which, why would she? She was awful. <laughs> anyway. Oh, shit. And Maybe Ray J is Dorian. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. No. And $70,000 in rent. 70000 in rent, 1000 on clothes. I'm really... Nigga, I'm you... Tr- <laughs> you... You have lost the last corners of your ever-loving black-ass mind. You're going to have to find the fruitiest of looms. <laughs> because the answer is a resounding Man, and emphatic no. It really is. <laughs> I don't know how many crates of oranges you're going to have to sell on the side of the freeway it's, to make the money you want. but uh, No. <laughs> like... I refuse. This must oh. be what his what he requested. Clearly not what the lawyers have approved. And all. he says his prenup, the prenup he signed is null and void because there wasn't a lawyer present when they signed it. There doesn't have to be. I mean, but you, that's think, your fault. I don't, <laughs> I don't think a lawyer has to be present when you sign the prenup as long as there's a witness, period. Like, as long as it's notarized, right? Why would a lawyer have to be present? That doesn't make sense. But, Your no. lawyer wasn't present. <laughs> Because Mary didn't type up that prenup. I was going to say, I would be really surprised if Mary didn't have a prenup, but, like, this is why successful women... <laughs> Unless she wrote it on the inside why of Why get married? Like, I see shit like this, and I'm like, I understand why Oprah was like, I'll just be over here getting dicked down casually for the rest of my life. I ain't got time for these niggas. And Sedman basically said, I'm cool I am that. the nigga to do it. I have no <laughs> plans going anywhere. Because Oprah, look, well Oprah fed. was like, there is a room. Over- In fact, there's a wing... <laughs> On the other side, I think he of has his road. own house, like on the other side, <laughs> like the, of the pool forest. house on, like the pool house on, on Fresh Prince. I think that really that she probably has like a beaten down path that goes between the Enchanted Forest and on the other side oh, of the yes. cottage that belongs to. Stephen. So when she gets up in the morning and walks through <laughs> the dewy orchard, she's just taking the path to Stedman's quarters on the property. That's Did they real. drop off your orange juice? Did they? Okay. You ate? You got your paper? He gets his own paper and everything. It's a separate address. All right, cool. All right, well, I'm just I'm going, going back, to work. I'm going back over to the big house. You have fun. All right, yeah. They said Yanla's acting crazy. I got to go make sure <laughs> she don't take my fucking Weight Watchers money. All right. Back at it again. Keeping this shit motherfucking moving <laughs> because we've got a lot of fucking ground to cover. Yeah. I say with this one... We should move directly into Fuji Late. This is the story of you and your good friend in Trader Joe's who thought that he could try you with his shopping cart or whatnot. Oh, yeah. And he had the wrong bitch that day. I just, I'm not the one. People are rude as fuck, especially in this city. And sometimes you just have to remind them I'm not the one and I will fuck you up in this Trader Joe's on the Upper West Side if I have to. Have a listen, won't you? So my read this week goes out to somebody's uncle at Trader Joe's yesterday who really had the wrong bitch. That'll do it. So you know how I like to get high and just walk across the city. Who doesn't? It's just so fun to me. So I walked from Harlem to the Trader Joe's on 72nd Street and to get these broccoli snacks that they have. I love them so much. They're just dehydrated chunks of broccoli but they're so fucking good i don't know how to explain i love them so much and i buy like eight of them at a time and just leave them in my house and just eat them randomly so i went down there to replenish my broccoli snack stash (laughs) and i have you know one of them little carry baskets with nothing but 
packs of broccoli snacks and I found some green bean ones and I said, let me try these. Okay, green okay. beans, all right. Veggie snacks. Yes, veggie snacks. And I'm standing in, you know, that line at Trader Joe's and how that bitch wraps all around the produce and goes around the cheese and oh, the fresh God. meat and shit. That line at Trader Joe's is the most. At the end of the line staff. Right. And you know, there's somebody always, because you walk through so much product while you are in line, people mm-hmm. periodically step out of line to go get eggplant or garlic or whatever the fuck. It's yeah. fine. It's no big deal. So this man in front of me has a basket like mine, the kind that you carry around and not push, and he keeps getting out of line to go get stuff. Whatever, I don't care because he comes back, the line moves forward. It's no big deal. Except one time he's gone so long that the line moves ahead without him. And I'm not going to stand there like a dumbass. So right. I just go ahead and move ahead. I know when the man comes back. I know he's in front of me. I'm not going to put up some big crazy Negro fight and be what like, no, you out of line. Bitch, I know. But I'm not going to just stand here like a dumbass either. And I'm going to move the, the Right. I'm going to move the fuck forward. So I can't even see him at this point because he done went behind me. And I guess he comes back up from behind and tries to say something but I have my headphones on and I'm high so I cannot hear him I'm very used to people trying to get my attention and they cannot hear me 99.9% of people will then tap me on the shoulder in -hmm. order to get my attention because that is what people with home training do yes let me tell you what somebody's uncle decided to do instead took his very full basket of groceries and yes I did take a picture of it very full of shit and kicked it against my fucking leg like the back, yes, on my calf, kicked his basket. I just knew that it must be a toddler behind me who was like fucking with the with the cart or something. So I didn't even turn around because I was like, somebody's mama, you know, like it is fresh off of Mother's Day. And here you are and right. you're embarrassing her. So I'm not even going to turn around and look at this baby crazy. And then it happened again, like a violent push of a basket into my fucking calf. And I turned around and somebody's uncle is behind me talking about I'm trying to get back to my spot. I said, bitch, I know you didn't. And I listen. Yes contrary to what you may believe I don't like confrontation I really don't I do not like to do it but I will do it Mm -hmm. and there are some situations that will take me from zero to 60 immediately somebody violating me by kicking me and you didn't even kick you kicked a basket into me twice twice. not even because he had it on the floor he was kicking it ahead of him and so instead of just tapping me on the shoulder and saying excuse me he just kicks the basket into my fucking leg like I'm gonna turn around and be like oh okay sure no problem I'd love to move out of your way now I said bitch I think you must be out of your motherfucking mind but don't you ever get in your life kick a basket into somebody if you needed to get my attention all you have to do is tap me on the shoulder now mind you I haven't paused my music or taken my headphones off because as far as I'm concerned we're not about to have a dialogue you've made me angry I'm going to cuss you out and that's the end of it so he gets in front of me talking about I'm just trying to get back to my so I don't really care about all that the point of the fucking matter is don't ever kick me again in your fucking life now turn around so he turns around and I guess he thinks about it and gets angry that some young black girl just talked to him the way I did because he tries to turn around again and face me and start talking. I said, I feel like I've made myself perfectly clear here. What you're going to do is turn around and move forward because I'm done talking. And then the line moved again. I said, don't play yourself <laughs> because we've already seen that I'll move forward. And I don't know why you want me to box with you on the Upper West Side right now amongst all this fucking fruit. But I fucking will, my nigga. You can have some kind of fucking 
common human decency when you are in a public space. Like, I'm not, I don't know why he just assumed that he could not just take his hand and put it on my shoulder and say, excuse me, I know you can't hear me. So then the next logical step is to place your fucking hand on my shoulder and ask me to move. Why the fuck would you kick something into me? Like, I know that if I was some 35-year-old white woman with a basket full of groceries with headphones on, he would not have kicked my fucking leg twice to get me out the way. You just said, oh, here goes some mule-ass black bitch. I'll just kick her until she gets the fuck out of my way, and I'm not the fucking one. (laughs) I can't believe you. And I said, you really made me cuss you out. Like, on Mother's Day, you really, like, you forced my hand. You made me do this. You made me act a fool in Trader Joe's. Why not come in here every other week? These white people know me because I be stocking up on my broccoli snacks. How dare you interrupt my experience? I stand in that long-ass line at Trader Joe's because I know when I get up there, it's going to be at least 30 bitches at them registers. They always have that shit stocked. It's just a long-ass line. I understand. I come ready with the patience. I know the line protocol. I was going to let you back in your spot. All you had to, I know your face. I know you're in front of me. Like, bitch, no. Right? It's not like I was like, oh, you got online. Sucks to be you. Go to the back. Like, I didn't even tell you to get behind me. I was, I would have let you have your spot back. And I still did let you have your spot back, even though after you kicked me, I should have said, and bitch, you can get behind me. That's what I should have done. But God was in my heart that day. Not enough to keep me from cussing him out, but enough to not make it worse. I mean, I'm pretty sure that God would have been like, go for it. (laughs) Just do it, sis. Why not? Because you're already halfway there. So, uh, this clip actually is one of my personal favorites. Um, so thank you for making it part of the episode this year. I don't remember exactly why. I think that I just randomly decided to start the show by being an asshole. Mm-hmm. But somehow, some way, we jumped into a spoof of Oprah's <laughs> Weight Watchers commercial where she passionately discuss, yes. discusses her love of bread. And it got inappropriate. Very quickly. Because it's you, so. I mean, you took equal part. I mean, I'm just saying. Who got the ball rolling, as always? <laughs> Whatever. So, here we go. Um, Okay, so this week in... I love bread. I love bread so much. I, I eat bread every single day. Oh, God. I, I just have love lost 26 pounds. To have bread. I eat bread every day. Oh, my day. God, bread. It's about the bread. Everybody has bread. Carbohydrates. Um... I'm so tired of that fucking commercial. Like, girl, you eat bread. And we can tell. You look like you eat bread, and that's fine. Bread is delicious. It's so good. Eat the fucking bread. First of all, some of us hoes are bread deficient out here these days. (laughs) And so I don't want to... can't eat grains, bitch, so maybe I'm jealous every time you talk about the fucking bread you get to have. They make the bread in my bag! Oprah harvests the fucking grains that go in her bread. I'm sure that shit is good for you somehow. And she just goes and gets her... know her dragons to toast them (laughs) she just has her poison and her little green smocks just go out and collect her grains for the daily bread have have the fairies out in the enchanted forest picked (laughs) the berries just like when the when the the fairies use their little glittery hands to pick my berries it's better when the fresh dew from the enchanted forest is still nestled amongst my berries i got my elk 
I'm just really, really and that bored. bitch has an orchard. Fuck out of here. What? I like how we try to hate on Oprah and even still end up being jealous of her. I can't ever hate on Oprah ever in my life. I aspire to just dream of what Oprah has. Like, my God. Whoa. She's got a fucking enchanted forest. Anyway. She does. So the next clip was actually from an episode with a special guest. One of my favorite guests and one of my favorite moments of this show's life, my life, um, any life mm-hmm. that maybe comes after mine uh, because of me. Just <laughs> Kelly Rowland came <laughs> and it was amazing. Um, and you decided to ask her about some shit that happened I'm when just I was literally in high school. <laughs> Everybody's been wondering this for a really long time. This is actually Asante's fault, if I remember correctly. Oh, it definitely is. Um, But Kelly Rowland let us know what she thought about being texted through Microsoft Excel. And the answer was magic. Okay. It's real. Can I ask you a goofy question? Please. You may have heard this already. (laughs) But I promised my friend Asante that I would ask. This is for you, Asante. (laughs) In the Dilemma video, oh God. you are texting Nelly on Microsoft Excel. Oh, you did not ask her this <laughs> bullshit on behalf of Asante. Okay. Asante, I'm going to kick your ass. <laughs> I promised him I would, even though this is the dumbest question. I love it that is video. Not, it's not Excel? No, no, it is not a dumb question. Okay. I've been asked this question all week. Oh my God, really? I swear to you. <laughs> I went, yeah, we're coming. I went to, um, I went to what L magazine they asked that we this is a fader no everywhere I've gone they're like do you know that you're typing <laughs> <Jesus. on?" laughs> and I was like oh. she already knew and this is the first time I'm gonna admit it what the hell is that <laughs> what is Excel yes the spreadsheet program with see Microsoft it. like Word Excel PowerPoint yeah no Outlook. I see I ain't know about that you they set you all up that. you had real time they set me up <laughs> that's some bullshit that but it was 2002 one something like that nobody even clocked that until like 360 days ago. Everybody watched that video and was like, all right, Nelly, text her ass back and quit right. bullshit. <laughs> Kelly, thank you so much for coming. Thank you for having yes. me. It was such an honor. And I also want to let you all know that Kelly said that I have nice skin. Not no, coming from nice, Kelly nice. Roland. This looks like a chocolate bark bar. Oh, wow. It's just so gorgeous. I could lick your face. It's so nice. I won't do it because I had a recall. I don't know what the remnants of that skin I would die happy. <laughs> Happy. No, like, you could give me Ebola and I no. would be so fine. Because if you turn your head later on today, you like that. Her breath. <laughs> I don't he want you to literally have that moment. Never, it's Ricola. I don't know. He what's would try going to on. lift your saliva off his skin. <laughs> I would say no, it would be mine. No, but your skin is absolutely beautiful. Thank you. You're very Likewise. welcome. Thank you. Okay, so this was also one of my favorite moments um, in my entire life. It feels good to be, you know, right. Mm-hmm. and uh, validated yeah. in things that you've been trying to tell people for the longest time. One of those things for me was this uh, Taylor Swift being exposed for being a walking white lie. And <laughs> I'm sure that she's got plenty of disc records, you know, in her icebox somewhere ready to destroy 2017. Mm-hmm. Um but until then, let's revel in the fact that we got to enjoy Taylor Swift getting called out for being a liar from Kim Kardashian. And you tore her ass totally apart and enjoyed every fucking second of Not it. Not like North's mama did, but I had a blast. 
I'm going to celebrate, bray, 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 bray. Now the niggas know you fake, 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 bitches. I'm just finna shake, 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 bitch. Fake as fuck. You fake as fuck. Hey, so. Uh, I've been thinking about your joy. Celebrate good times. You've been trying to tell us. Come on. So it was approximately uh, seven years ago. That I, you know, spoke to you girls on the internet and I informed Ooh. you that this woman by the name of Taylor Swift Man. was a physical embodiment of white lies. Um, I didn't trust her. She stole from Beyonce. She's taking Michael Jackson's things. And ever since then... I knew that there was just, it was just lies. Mm-hmm. It was a literal, just a lie in the form of a human being walking around in beautiful gowns. Right. Um, Great gowns. Beautiful. Uh, so we've talked about this whole drama with uh, Kanye West and his wife and uh, this famous song and how they have been talking about how Taylor Swift knew that the famous song was going to come out and that she thought that it was funny and she approved it and all of this stuff. She originally said that she had never heard the song and that she didn't give anybody the uh, approval for it and that he wa- Kanye just wanted for her to tweet the song out from her Twitter account or whatever to support it or something like that. They have been talking about how they've had it on tape for weeks. She sent all kinds of, you know, letters, also very white and full of lies. Mm-hmm. To Kanye West and his people telling them, if you drop that shit, we're dropping a lawsuit on your motherfucking head. She, mm, my goodness. Luckily for Kanye West's wife is white. So, she got onto her TV show and, you know, she talked about it some more. I personally feel like Kim sat down with her team of lawyers and was like, give me the go ahead. Like, I feel like they spent a few days maybe mm-hmm. Reading through all of the text, <laughs> and they got back to her and was like, "Okay, this is how you can get that bitch." So she went when she was ready, and she got up on the motherfucking uh, the Kardashian show and talked about it with one of her sisters, I guess. Mm-hmm. And the night that it aired, mind you, this was apparently Months National ago. Snake National Snake Day or some shit like that was the oh, day that it Taylor. aired. Oh, Taylor! Oh, Taylor! It was written in the stars for you, girl. So Kim Kardashian urges people to get on her Snapchat and follow her, which I'm not going to. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. Why? When somebody copies literally every single snap you post. <laughs> no thanks. I don't have to follow you to know. No what you're thanks, girl. On Snapchat. Nope. I don't even have to want to know. <laughs> right. To know what you're doing on Snapchat. <laughs> Either way, she posted several clips of Kanye when he had this conversation with Taylor Swift and he told her the line, you know, I feel like me and Taylor might still have sex and how he made her famous. She said that she thought that it was funny and she thought that, you know, uh, it was tongue in cheek. Ha ha ha. A compliment, blah, blah, blah. really. It's really compliment. <laughs> we all know how that went. So basically, you know, Kim uh, busted a couple shots into the sky and let, <laughs> <laughs> let these bitches know that she does hang with niggas. So oh, it is please. what it is. I still don't live. Why I women still don't love see this it. kind of vindictive shit? All I know is, girl, it could have been Taylor Swift that exposed Taylor Swift and I would have still been living. <laughs> so I don't want for you to get it twisted and think that I'm going to be tuning in Sundays or whenever the fuck that shit come on because it's not the case. 
I am just living for the fact that it is now, you cannot argue that this girl lied about this bullshit. Right. And why? We don't know. I do, girl. <laughs> I'm going to tell you why. Because as I've said, for seven black ass years, this woman is nothing but games and lies. She's to be trusted. She's tall. She's blonde. She came in fucking strumming guitars and singing like she she wakes up in the morning with mint juleps and fucking and iced tea. But the girl is from fucking Philly. Like mm. that still grinds she's my from gears. Pennsylvania. You are might as not well be Philly. country. You're not. You aren't. I'm not having it. So you were lying when you won, when you took Beyonce's goddamn award from her. And Beyonce ain't even saying nothing. Beyonce has still not said anything. But just know that all of this is a ripple effect from you taking Beyonce's things and taking Michael Jackson's things. After he died, after he died, girl, he was dead. The year he died, you took Artist of the Year from Michael Jackson, the greatest entertaining artist to ever walk God's green and blue earth, bitch. You took it from him and you didn't even get up there and say you know what I don't even deserve this you just went up there and was like wow well thanks and like you and all of your 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 white goons were just like sure and you continue to steal people's things like I just don't understand anyway amen so you know she's been lying ever since then and I'm just glad now that people can see it for what it is hey y'all this podcast is brought to you by Squarespace finding a work-life balance can be tough okay if anybody knows I know but Squarespace gives you the tools to reach your goals and have time to celebrate. If you don't know, Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. You can use Squarespace to create a website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to your time, all in one place. With the new guided design Squarespace Blueprint, you can select from curated layout and styling options to create a personalized website that's optimized for every device and make checkout easy for customers with easy-to-use payment tools. You can accept credit cards, PayPal, Apple Pay, and in certain countries, you can give customers the chance to buy now and pay later with Afterpay and Clearpay. And with Squarespace AI, you can explain what your site is about, choose your tone, enter what you need, and get auto-generated text. Y'all know I love Squarespace. I used it to put our website together. This is 3.com. I've also used it on my personal website, crystal.com. And that is because, first of all, it's very easy to use if you ever need to update it. It's simple to log in, make whatever updates you can make or whatever you need to do without knowing any code or anything like that. And it helps me to just stay organized, do everything I need to do. Because you got to have a web presence, okay? It's 2024. You got to have a web pre- web presence. So head on over to squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash three to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Let them know if you're in Crystal sent you. All right, let's get back to the show. So listen, guys, the next generation of influential Black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. I've been running my mouth about it for a while now. Black representation in media is incredibly important, and I feel like it's in kind of a precarious situation at the moment. So amplifying and enjoying as many of these stories as possible is pretty important. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of Blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's Black voices are Distinct, varied, and nuanced as the Black experience itself. You can get things from Bobby Schmurder to The Wire, Michelle Obama to Reparations. There's no limit to the range of Black stories, Black truths. 
Black perspectives have always been centered in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. Hear a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center on Black voices. Turn on NPR today and hear a range of voices as varied, nuanced, and Black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen now to Black Stories, Black Truths from NPR wherever you get podcasts. So we are back with more best of moments from the read 2016. I'm going to go ahead and dive into this one. This is when I began my new batch of bullshit on the show, which is to say a random movie or television quote at the beginning of each episode. And this was the very first quote, which I think may have been the only one where I actually said the answer to it. And it was from Scary Movie. And it's still one of my favorites because when she says she don't love herself. Well, as long as you're done with that damn bitch you get bitch you guessed, then I'm I'm Gucci. Hmm. That gives me ideas. It oughtn't. <laughs> Let's listen to this clip. I don't know why you hang out with her. She is such a hoe. How do you know? I've seen her. My friend Sean had a pool party this summer. You know, Puff Daddy. I have heard this. Anyway, so everybody was drinking Cristal champagne. And then it started to get wild and people (laughs) were drinking in the pool and stuff. (laughs) I look over and there's your girl getting buck wild in the jacuzzi. Oh, my God. So? With a backup dancer. (laughs) I mean, that's nasty. (laughs) That's, that's lower than a security guard. At least security could get you backstage. Where have I? Is this she don't child? love herself. Where have I heard this? Who is this? The she don't love herself. She don't love herself. <laughs> that is the funniest line oh in the God. entire scary movie franchise. Oh, scary movie! Just oh my, my God, favorite. That's right. Brenda has so many gems. Brenda has many gems. Yes, she does. But for some reason, she don't love herself has always been the one that cracks me up without fail anytime. Thank you for that flashback Friday. So I feel like, you know, uh, sometimes instead of singing, I'm just going to start doing quotes from some of my favorite movies and TV shows just to throw things up. I think it's a great idea. Just to throw a mix in there and give the girls a little something uh, new. And maybe I'll even remember or know a couple of them. You were close. We'll see. You knew it was. It, it was coming to me. I could, I knew I had heard a black woman saying woman saying those words. I just the exact one. Oh, she is faker than press on nails. <laughs> hey, baby girl. <laughs> anyway, so excellent, excellent character. So next up on our list of best moments from 2016 is a story I told not too long ago about a TV that I ordered on Amazon. And a certain delivery company that had me fucked up a few different ways. Um, a <laughs> and I just love that every time I post a picture of this TV on Twitter or Instagram or something, y'all are just always like, is this the infamous TV? Yes. The same one. The very it same one. is. So sit back and listen to how they tried me. And now I have a very nice TV that I didn't ask for. <laughs> so this TV came. 
And I had to go downstairs to get it because something about the doorman and it was too early for delivery, something. Because I had it come obscenely early. That was the thing. I had that TV come between 6 a.m. and 8 a.m. because I had a bunch more shit to do that day. I wasn't going to be at home and I wanted it set up and done. So whatever. I go downstairs to get the TV because they just going to load it on the elevator and send it up to my apartment anyway. I sign for it. They take pictures of it because apparently they want to really document every delivery. Right. But it's three different young men in my lobby. They give me the TV. I take it upstairs, unpack it, set it up because I, I don't need nobody to help me do this. I'm not one of them women who's like, oh, I'll wait for my man. I'll call somebody. Like, I will handle everything on my own. Definitely had some niggas mount mine. So I, <laughs> so I set up the TV and left whatever. Cool. I'm excited about my new TV. I get a phone call four hours later from the delivery driver talking about, uh, we need to come get the TV that we dropped off at your house this morning. <laughs> and I said, excuse me? I'm like, So right now I'm at work. I'm sitting at Apple Music on Beats 1. Like, I didn't tell them that, but right. I was literally in the studio at Apple when this man called me. So I answered the phone. And they said they need to come get the TV. I'm like, what the hell are you even talking about? And also, I don't have time for this conversation right now. So he says, we dropped off the wrong TV and we need to come back and get it and give you the right one. I said, okay, well, I'm going to have to double check my Amazon order to make sure what you're saying is correct. But I can't even talk to you about this because I'm a radio personality and I'm on the radio right now. So I'm going to have to call you back. He said, well, what happened to the lady who was there this morning? We can't just go get the TV. I said, I am that lady. (laughs) That part's still confusing. (laughs) It's so confusing, right? This was 2.30 in the afternoon. He said, you not still at home? I said, my nigga, I saw you at 6.30. It's 2.30. I went to work. I have a Are you serious? (laughs) I went to work. I'm going to call you back. I'm on the radio. Now they're giving me the 30 second. Like, bitch, you're on the radio for real. Hang hang up. up. Right. He's still trying to talk to me. So I hung up and put my phone on do not disturb immediately because I ain't got time for that shit. I'm getting paid right now. I'm working. So I left my phone exactly where it was until I got off the radio 30 minutes later. I had 13 missed calls from this man. So I called him back because really, I don't want no trouble. Now, I did go back and forth with myself about whether I was going to keep this TV because I checked on Amazon and the one they delivered was much nicer than the one I ordered. (laughs) The same size, but what they dropped off to me was, was newer and nicer than the one I ordered. Okay. So I called them back and I said, I will not be home for the rest of the day. But we can schedule a time for y'all to come get this. It just will not be today. So this man is trying to argue with me about coming to get this TV. And so from downtown Manhattan all the way back up to Harlem, I'm arguing with multiple people from this delivery company about this television. And they going back and forth talking about we can come back out tonight or we could do this, this, this. And I'm like, you cannot come tonight because there's too much other shit for me to do. I will not be there during your delivery window. They stopped what delivering at whatever time. Tell them what. That was election day. Yes. yes. That's why it came super early because I was having a party that night. The new TV was coming because it was going to be hella niggas in my house. So I said, y'all, and I wasn't even going to be home till like 8 p.m. anyway, which is well after they get done delivering. Right. So I said, y'all just going to have to Sweet. do it. tomorrow so after talking to two or three people who clearly have no power i talked to a supervisor who said okay you know fine we cannot get it tonight we will schedule a time to come get it from you tomorrow i said that works now it's already set up the box is gone i don't know what y'all gonna do this is not some situation where you can come get it and then go give it to somebody like it's a brand new TV and they ain't going to notice the difference. Right. And they were like, what? You already took it out the box. You already threw it away. You already set it up. I said, yes, because you. Because you gave me. 
all of this is just setting up the story because after I got done talking to that supervisor, two hours later, the same knuckleheaded dumbass nigga who brought in the wrong TV in the first place called me back and said, I'm just trying to see if we can come get the TV. I said, my nigga, I just got off the phone with one of your people and they said they would come here tomorrow bright and early to get the television. So what the fuck is the problem? He says, so we can't come get it tonight? I said, no, you cannot come get it tonight. I already talked to your nigga about it. You can come tomorrow. He says, ma'am, if we can't come get the TV tonight, we're going to have to file a police report on you. I snapped. I lost it. <laughs> I said, oh, really, my nigga? I said, you know what? Don't come get the TV. File the police report, my guy. File the police report. That's right. And I'll see you in court behind this, my nigga. And hung up the phone. Because as far as I'm concerned, we're done. Right. We're not talking about this no more. I'm chilling at home the next morning when the doorman calls and says, the guys who delivered your TV yesterday are here now in the lobby. I said, I'll be down. He said, oh, you coming down? I don't, you don't want me to send them up? I said, no, I'm coming downstairs. He laughed and hung up the phone. I took my ass downstairs. The exact same young man who delivered the TV in the first place is there again with the correct TV in the lobby now. And I said, well, what is this? He said, this is the TV you ordered. You know, we're swapping it out for the one upstairs. I said, you're actually not. Because yesterday somebody called me and said that a police report would be filed against me because you misdelivered the television to me. And so unless you have the police report here for me to review or there's some officers with you, then I don't even see how this conversation is going any further. Because as far as I'm concerned, y'all accused me of stealing when y'all brought the wrong TV to me. So now you're going to have to prove it in a court of law. And... I had an agreement with your supervisor. I worked this out with somebody whose pay grade is higher than yours. One of you niggas called me back trying to get buck and talk crazy, and now you done talked yourself into a real-ass situation. Because you knew that job was on the line. So he said, ma'am, we really need to get the TV back. I'm sorry for you know whatever misunderstanding we had. I said, you sitting here talking to me about this don't mean nothing to me. If you don't have a police report on you, maybe you need to call your supervisor or whatever. I'll talk to whoever you need me to talk to at your company, but... I don't want to see. I don't want to see nothing. I don't even know why you're here talking to me right now without the police report because you niggas accused me of theft. He goes back out to the truck and brings in his supervisor, an older Jamaican man, who starts, who's like, "Ma'am, we're just trying to make the delivery. What's the issue? Talking over me and arguing with me about this." So I told him, you know, I'm not trying to hear this shit either. I'm waiting to see the police report. And he says, "Well, ma'am, I'm not the person who told you that we would fill out a police report." Okay, I don't know why people do this when you're talking to somebody who represents a company and they act like you accuse them personally of doing something. I said, that's not what I said. I don't care. I'm saying one of your people called me and here's the timestamp and here's his phone number. So if you want to call that number and see who answers it or see which one of y'all's phone rings, that's the nigga who jumped to me crazy. And so once again, if you need to call your supervisor, that's fine. But you niggas not getting nothing from me without me seeing this police report that you said you was going to file on my ass. So he calls corporate. He's on the phone for all of 30 seconds and then says, corporate says that since we made the mistake, this is our fault and we need to fix it. I said, well, I sure don't know what you're going to do. <laughs> I sure do not know what you're going to do. He's still steady arguing with me, hollering at me. I said, well, you know what? Y'all can take that TV right there and load it back up in your truck. You can leave it in the lobby. Somebody else can have it. I really don't give a shit. But I have a TV in my apartment right now. So I'm bull. You niggas do whatever you need to do. I'm going to go back upstairs. Have a blessed day. 
So I went back upstairs about 20 minutes later, went downstairs to go back to the bodega and they're loading the TV into the truck. This has been happening for like the past two weeks, which is why it's such a fucking long story. Somebody from corporate calls me while I'm in the bodega, a black woman. Finally, someone with some sense. <laughs> and is talking to- A woman, to- <laughs> no less. And first time I talked to a woman, the whole time I've been dealing with black men, a black man is the one who told me, he was going to file a police report on me. So I'm sitting here talking to this girl about everything that happened and she didn't really understand the magnitude of it. She thought that they had just misdelivered it and that was it. I said, no, no, sweetie. The whole reason we have a problem is because someone from your company accused me of stealing something that them dumb niggas dropped off by accident and now we all have a problem because like i told his ugly ass sitting right here in the lobby you niggas are the ones that had multiple tvs of the same size on one truck and of the three of you dumbasses, nobody double checked the sheet to make sure the correct make and model was going to the correct apartment and because the name or even even the and so instead of double checking, now you done gave somebody a much more expensive TV than what they asked for. The people who ordered the nice TV certainly don't want my cheap they shit. They sure don't. <laughs> but, and so to cover your own ass, you thought you could scare me into giving up the TV like I don't know nothing about my rights or anything about how shit works. I said, my father's an attorney. That's a lie. My daddy graduated from law school. He's currently a professor. He's not an attorney. But I use that all Good the time. Good enough. It's close enough. Right. So my father's an attorney and he advised me not to take any further action until you have produced the police report. So I'm afraid there's nothing further for us to discuss <laughs> until the police report is procured. And she said, I'm going to tell them to go ahead and take that back to the warehouse, ma'am. And we're going to figure that out. But I am so sorry somebody did that to you. And that's not right. And I'm calling their supervisor. And we conference in with, with this supervisor and my supervisor. Two, three more people from this company have called me, called me over the next few days to apologize and all this other stuff. And when can we come get the TV? I said, y'all could have been came and got this TV. But now I want to see the police report. <laughs> and that's petty, right? That's thank. I had, but the reason that I'm acting like this is, first of all, that was a dumb ass mistake. It was really stupid. That was fucking stupid. Like so unnecessary. You niggas delivered things professionally, that's and you didn't you double do. check to make sure it was going to the right house. Dumb. Is Just it even the same brands? Like is no. It- Two totally different brands, totally different color boxes. You took a picture of it. You had me like pose next to the TV and took pictures to make sure that the delivery was done in a satisfactory way, you know, so I couldn't say that the box was fucked up or whatever and the TV was damaged. You took pictures of it. Nobody double checked at any point. So first of all, this is what y'all deserve. Secondly, I had already battled with myself and I had tweeted about it too. Like, should I give this TV back? Do I have to? I had already decided to do the Christian thing. And let y'all come get the TV back. I had already decided to do that. I was not going to threaten me. But then you threatened me with a police report. And that's what pissed me off the most. A black man threatened me, a black woman with a police report and accused me of stealing. When you know you are the one who fucked this up. I didn't do anything to you. I said, y'all really going to do this like I did something wrong? Like, 
Donald Trump was just elected and y'all going to treat me this way? <laughs> like, you really going to sit up here and act like I did something wrong when you are the dumbass who misdelivered the TV? Okay. So people kept calling and I said, well, listen, it was never an issue that y'all couldn't come get it. But the fact that you have treated me this way has me quite angry. And honestly, you know, I can I, I, I accept your apology and I'm going to ask my father what I should do about this. But since I've been threatened with a police report, maybe we just need to settle this in the court system. And I haven't heard anything from them people in about a week and a half now. No, not a week and a half. It's running up on a week that I have not heard, hide, nor hear from them people. I'm still waiting on my police report. But in the meantime, my brand new Samsung is sitting up on the wall, 65 inches in all its glory, mounted up like a whole bitch. Man, you could pull that bitch out and twist it and turn it. It's all different kind of angles and That's shit. Right. And it's beautiful. And y'all played yourselves do not ever 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 accuse me of doing some shit not only that i didn't do but that you did and you worried about covering your ass behind it whichever dumbass employee i said i'll take your job if i have to and maybe he got fired i really don't know but for you to come at me like that when you made such a huge ass mistake and try to put that shit on me i don't tolerate that shit he prob- i don't take threats lightly he probably had somebody on his neck about it prior to you know I'm the, sure. the police thing i'm sure but he probably if he would have kept his composure and just came and it got would the TV have been day, settled like i'm certain he's getting fired now right? i mean and Absolutely. they can come get it off the wall if they want to i don't know what's good what good is gonna do them now but y'all can do whatever it is you feel like you need because to do. even at this point i'm assuming what amazon or whoever is gonna have to do <laughs> is they're gonna have to chuck oh that amazon off. said that delivery was successful so this is not us amazon didn't deliver it it was an independent delivery service that handled it oh so they are the ones who are fucked amazon's a bitch this is none of our concern we <laughs> that ain't got nothing to do with us so somebody's covering the cost of a TV. It's going to be the, it's the delivery company. Yeah. And so they have to make up the cost of that TV because I'm certain that other customer has not been waiting. Even if you, they came to get it the next day, there's no, like the other customer could have been like, gone, I don't want right. this TV. It's like, been opened. Right. right. It's not even new no more. I wouldn't. If I, if the TV that they brought me for my new apartment, if they would have brought that shit in there and no box had been like, so we had dropped it off. I would have told them, okay, well that's fine. You can, take you it can right go back. and take it right back downstairs mm-hmm. and bring me a fresh one. Right. Because y'all not finna, the Jamaican man, this part, this is where I really lost it. When I said somebody at your company accused me of stealing and told me a police report would be filed. He said, ma'am, no one accused you of stealing. I said, sir, there is literally no other reason to file a police report other than to accuse someone of committing a crime. We don't fill out police reports to give accolades or to say good job or thumbs up. Right. (laughs) we don't do it so the world knows that we're mad at somebody we do it to accuse someone of a crime that's not something i play about so if you saying i committed a crime i'm just waiting on you to provide the proof you said i did it so where is it at until then that tv will be sitting in my apartment great have a blessed day have a wonderful day they talking about oh well we just we know this is such a huge inconvenience for you and we just want to get it cleared up as it sounds like possible. a bigger inconvenience for you it sounds like an inconvenience for y'all because <laughs> one of y'all is going to have to pay the 2000 or whatever this TV costs not to mention keep dragging all these TVs around the <laughs> right 
<laughs> Not to mention dragging TVs all over the 65 city. 65-inch flat screen. Waiting for a time to drop it off. Don't try to cover up your own mistakes at, by shifting the blame to somebody that didn't have shit to do with it. Childish. You fucked up. You should have ate that L for the day and came back and swapped out the TVs the next day. I don't know if the other person would have taken it, and I really don't care. It could have been handled, but y'all came at me crazy. And I just want y'all to let that be a lesson. Do not let people talk to you any old kind of fucking way or treat you any old kind of fucking way, especially when they are the ones in the wrong. It was enough for me to reach down into my heart and let y'all come back and get the TV anyway because I'd already signed off on the delivery and you gave it to me. So you was going to have to like really put the force on me anyway to get me to do it. Like if I had just flat out refused to answer their phone calls or anything, it would have been them. Like, I don't even know what actions they would have had to take to get me to get that, give that TV back. But you were always depending on my mercy in the first place. It was always going to be up to like how nice I could be. Cause I didn't have to do this. You niggas fucked up. Cause I have a TV. Like, about, I'm done. Oh, it's just such a, it's, it's just so not convenient for you. And we're just so sorry. Cause this is just such a mess. I said, I have a TV. I'm fine. It's plugged right into the Fios. It's working great. It pretty. looks great. You press a little button and it, it's, it's wonderful up yeah, there. The, That's jazzy. The, the Netflix and the Hulu is built right in. Mm-hmm. You can change the color on that hole. It's different really sound cool. systems. It's yeah. nice. I said, mm-hmm. no way. No inconvenience. Don't worry about me. Yeah, I'm, I'm just fine. I'm doing dandy. Y'all worry about that, that Sony or whatever, whatever 2014 model I bought. <laughs> Blown at in the a wind deep, deep discount. <laughs> Hell, maybe one of y'all get a free flat screen out of it because certainly the other nigga don't want maybe. it. Maybe I don't know, but I know one thing: who you finna try ain't me. Y'all tried the wrong black bitch that day. That's it. That's all I have to say. I'm done. Well, you hit a lick, bitch. That's a nice TV. Woo! Ain't it? Ain't it cute? So my favorite part about this next clip is that it actually comes from one of our listener letters. Yes. And as we say time and time again, especially at the live shows, y'all are way shadier than we could ever dream to be. On every level. I mean, much worse people. Yes. And y'all consistently come for your best friends and family and loved ones via this show. Yes. And don't get us wrong, we love it. But this this particular clip came from a young lady who had a question about hygiene, which we answered and then she sent in a follow-up, and it got just very messy very quickly, and we live. It, it's a classic. I love y'all. It's y'all are honestly the worst people, moment. and I love it. I don't even know. Just listen. So, from Carlton, who says, I took your advice and told my boyfriend, and it went well. We laughed about it. He apologized. Why it? <laughs> like, nigga, clean your Of course nails. it went well, right? He apologized, and he has been spotless ever since, and we even managed to make it back to the bedroom. <laughs> Amen. There was one hiccup, however. His sister, who it turns out also listens to this show, figured out that I sent in this letter after he brought up the subject in front of her as a joke, and she went on a rant. She said, I obviously don't respect her brother or our relationship because I can't seem to keep his business to myself and that I embarrassed him by writing into the read. And he should think about that if he, quote, needs someone that childish in his life. Girl, don't nobody know who the fuck your brother is, girl. Well, like, we don't know who he is. And he needs to clean his nails. Like, 
That's just nasty. So Carlton continues and says, Rachel, I know you are listening, so maybe if you spent less time in your brother's affairs and more time focusing on your own, your man would not have left you and you would have something better to do with your time than just being around people's houses, uninvited, pissing them off, talking shit, planting seeds of doubt in their relationships. You need Jesus. No shade, but shade. Thanks again, Kid Fury and Crystal. You guys are amazing. So listen, it's going to be mad awkward at at the next family function. Okay. (laughs) If the sister's listening, I mean, you know, you could send us your side or you could just let it go. But, you know, I feel like Carlton said, you know, bitch, try me. So (laughs) you just never know what's going to happen when you write into the show. Well, (laughs) you just... Here we are. Mm. We are just right here. All right. <laughs> like I'm watching. <laughs> like life is a TV <laughs> And the fact that she sent the message through us. It's like, like I know so, you listen. Since she is listening <laughs> and she has so much to goddamn say. Oh, Jesus. I just want you to know. <laughs> like, what? Why? Okay. Sure. Guy. Abs- why not? All right. Yes. So this next letter or moment actually is also a letter and it was from a confused young man who wrote in about uh, possibly getting his ass ate by his girlfriend and why he was not so sure he wanted to because he felt like it was gay. I'm exhausted just even thinking about it. <laughs> but apparently you guys got a kick out of that shit. So... I'm sure he got munched since then several times. I mean, I hope so. Probably got his toes pointed to the fan now. As long as he, you know, you got to let go of that mental block and just be free. So check this out. Backdoor kisses for boys. <laughs> so it was awesome. Hey guys, I'm 27 years old and I finally ate ass for the first time. Next. What else we got? Surprisingly, I enjoy doing it so much that I'm including this act into my normal sexual routine. Cool. And now that it is a part of my regular routine, my girl asked if I would allow her to return the favor. Oh, oh. I'm hesitant on this matter, not only because this is completely new for me, but I feel that having any having anyone's tongue in my ass would be kind of gay. I have nothing against gay people, but I'm just not about that life. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't read this all the way through. <laughs> it just popped up. My question to y'all is, have you ever gotten your ass oh, eaten? Oh, girl. And if you're significant... <laughs> 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 Studs love Thriller anyway. laugh. And if your significant other offered, would you accept it? <laughs> oh, my God. Do you, <laughs> you, do you, do listen you think to two straight men do this show right? <laughs> I don't think this question is for us, right? <laughs> this must be one of the people who got the and send it to every, it to every podcast show. because clearly you're unfamiliar with us. Oh my god! But the email address looks so real. I don't know. Also, what position would you take if you did accept it? Something about a man being bent over and having objects inserted into his anal cavity really makes me cringe, but I would love to hear your thoughts. Thanks so much. Keep up the great work. First of all, the nigga don't do it. Why are you even asking us if you're so disgusted by it and it's just so gay? Well, it's great when he eats a girl's ass, but just the thought. Then maybe you're a giver and not a fucking receiver. Like, why are you asking Mm, us? Because there's a little piece of your brain in the back that's really curious as to Mm -hmm. how that feels. I'm here to tell you as an actual 1,000% homosexual male. That's right. That's you. That that ain't got... You know what's gay? Having a man put his tongue in a man's butt. Or cuddling with a nigga. Like, in a sexual way. Like, after y'all got done smashing. Because he's your boyfriend. 
That's gay. That's pretty gay. Being in a relationship with a man is gay. Being in love with a man is gay. Uh, marrying a man's gay. Mm-hmm. That is gay. Uh, Having feeling, romantic attraction towards a person of the same sex. That is gay. You only talked to us talk to us about your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm assuming that when you say girlfriend, you're talking about a girl. So... <laughs> That's right. I'm just confused. <clears throat> like, I don't... Here's the problem with niggas like this. Y'all are so uncomfortable with your sexuality. Mm-hmm. And this... And you're, like, comfortable in how dumb this is. Like, it doesn't even... You're not even really acknowledging the fact that you don't have sexual feelings for a man, unless you do. But I'm taking your words for it. So you don't have sexual feelings for a man. You're in a relationship with a woman. That's right. You like eating ass. So you're already into the backdoor action to a degree. Now, she wants to return the favor, which I'm giving her five high fives. She better than me. I've never offered never (laughs) in my (laughs) nigga I will get up so fast (laughs) oh you don't want me to be here no more I'm actually it's time for me to go I'm so sorry. I am allergic. I should have told my, you. Mama dudes, hey, I have to get my Uber. Well, girl, you know, the A train stops going express at 1045 on weeknights. And you know, I they start can't. charging you so after I've two minutes. So I've got to go. So. Uber is surging, so I'm going to just. But it, this has been fun. I will talk to you later. I just assume that the average straight nigga's ass <laughs> smells like. Not to mention the forest you must have to go through to even get to. To it. <laughs> My God! And there are just dingleberries and all kind of. You know what? They didn't have to hear that. Other you know, assorted produce located graphic. in there along the way. I'm sure it doesn't um, smell right. I know st- most straight I am men. Just I know you. they're not cleaning that ass out Niggas before sex. Are too I know they not lazy. I know there is a doodle ring all up in there. <laughs> Look, I'm just saying that she's bold. Like she clearly knows you better than us. So I'm going to just assume that your hygiene is together. If it isn't, nigga, you don't even need to be asking questions or considering mm-hmm. it until you figure out how to thoroughly wash your figgy pudding. <laughs> um, Every time you call it that. Just, I'm sure I got I that from Monique. Collapse. Um, so <laughs> Something about figs. Because if you think about it. <laughs> figgy pudding. And how everything man scented, so many things man scented have fig in them. It just takes me just. down. <laughs> anyway. So, yes, it's not gay to have a girl eat your ass. And I think that you would actually be surprised by how much you like it because sexuality doesn't have anything to do with like nerve endings and pleasure. So, <laughs> I mean, right. It can you, feel good regardless. Regardless. Legs back. Fifty Cent said Vivica did it. Um, I think maybe okay. Joel Santana talked about doing it once, but let me not misquote nobody. Really. Either way, it's straight niggas out here getting their butt ate because it feels great. Like, mm-hmm. let the girl do it. You're gonna like it. If she asks for her best friend Twan to come over and do it too, that's when you have to start asking mm-hmm. questions. You don't have to like, get on your knees and bend over. Right. You, you can don't just have lay to down. Get in a sling. It's right there. It's not far, right? right? It's it's just it's a little bit. I think it's further. Than I mean, is it not the same distance from the? No, it's not. No, because I feel like y'all have. I feel like our gooch is longer. Is it? It might be. Huh? I, I don't know. I don't know. We should get a tape measure. 
Or Either way, I just Google feel it. like we have like like a man has like a scrotum and then like uh, like hair on that, right? And so you know what I'm saying you're already passing this entire like plane. But I'm saying of you scent. you can't you can't eat a man's ass while he's on his back. Absolutely. Oh, okay, that's, see, that's gotta what throw I was his legs at. up. I'm saying right, but you can still get to it. Absolutely, his side right. standing up. There's all you don't have to if you feel emasculated bending over. There's other positions where your girl could eat your and ass. And honestly, I feel sorry for you. Like your sexual experiences are going to be so whack, and this is why none of your fucking girlfriends and wives have had orgasms, and they got to figure out how to do it when they turn fifty. Because y'all niggas are just like, oh, I don't need it. And back to the homosexual part. Or okay, like, let, that's let me, right. Right. The problem with this is that y'all are so uncomfortable with anything that you feel is emasculating or isn't masculine or is gay, even when it doesn't make any sense. Homosexual means that you are sexually attracted to somebody of the same sex. You are sexually involved with someone of the opposite sex. So I don't (laughs) understand how you feel like that's gay. You are just and then that whole shit ripples along into the rest of society and then the next thing you know well cinnamon toast crunch that shit gay because (laughs) i don't need to see my taste like what (laughs) shut up and get that booty ate how you gonna eat something that say sugar on it nigga that's right (laughs) who is who is this this chef motherfucker looking at this cookie crisp ass bitch okay you can't eat no cereal with a man on the box my nigga that's gay hard stars and horseshoes Clovers and blue moons. Get that gay shit out of it. Like, Niggas what? be looking for things to make you gay. Like, Anything. what happened to just being gay? What, what, why can't they just be in a gay relationship? And why is it that y'all, enough? <laughs> y'all be the ones who are so concerned with this gay shit. I do not wake up nope. in the morning and be like, oh, another day gay. Let me go see what kind of fag shit I can get into <laughs> today. Like... Oh man. Ugh. Anyway, um, I wish you well. I... <coughs> Don't care if you try it or not, but I think that you would be pleasantly surprised if you did because it just feels good. The end. All right. But you may not like it. Some guys don't like it. Some gay guys don't like it. So I was always against it because I just don't feel, I just, I'm not against it, but more like hesitant to try it because, you know, back direction, I just don't. It doesn't. It's taking me a while to mm-hmm. accept that that's a thing people do. It's fine. You right. know, we're all mm-hmm. on a journey. Yeah. But I just don't want you to think that because you ate my ass, that means I'm going to eat your ass. Now, you see, here's the thing. I've never been in a position where it's been like, okay, now let's reciprocate. Mm-hmm. I've never okay. had anybody be like, cool. like wipe their face and be like, <laughs> okay, your turn. That's never happened. Right. No one's ever asked. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think that anybody who knows me ever will. Um, and it feels it's almost hypocritical true. to be like, oh, absolutely. Go for it. <laughs> right. Have fun down there. But, but I will never. But I shall not because, put my lips. <laughs> now, see, the thing is, I know what I'm doing. You know what I'm saying? I know what when I get into the shower. Oh, right. How I handle oh, my process. business. That's right. That's right. You know what I'm saying? So I know that I wouldn't be <laughs> leading you to a valley of despair. I wouldn't do, do that. that to you. <laughs> but I don't know what the fuck you're doing. That's right. You know what I'm saying? Like, and I don't need to go down there and find mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. It's just right. that I don't even, I don't, I'm not even interested in trying mm-hmm. to take that risk. Nope. It's just not my thing. It's so Everybody real. has their thing. I deal with the other side. So you deal. <laughs> so you deal with the side. I deal with the other side. I'm not going. I got front, you got back. I'm not That's going out back. Out. Right. We do. <laughs> <laughs> like, we don't need to mix and mingle here. 
But you have the opportunity, sir, to try something interesting. And I just feel like, why? Oh, my God. That's really it. Why one of y'all takes the front boundary? and the other one takes the back. Like, what it. stud is like, your turn? Like, does that happen? No. It's more like, please let me eat your ass. I don't care if you don't want to eat mine. Just Great. Let me, I want, I've been thinking about eating your ass all day. Please <laughs> let me do it. <laughs> Lingers on their mind. They just... Really, I wish more straight women, if only for their benefit, they could be attracted to studs because studs are just waiting to be everything you want them to be. They really are. But only y'all. They're only doing this for straight women. Yes. The other gay women, they could not give less of a fuck about. And but you this know is why fine. I'll end up paying child support for baby great shorts. And Brittany already posting some new girl on Instagram. Like, I hope this one is at least by girl. But anyway, who am I to talk? <laughs> So on this next clip, another story from my apartment. I'm not sure why y'all seem to love these so much. But before I moved into this new, bigger space that those people gifted me that Samsung TV for, I lived in a much smaller three-room sort of pre-war shack thing (laughs) that exists in Harlem. um, And it only has three power outlets. And so when one of them broke, I was left trying to run everything in my house off of two and really just venting about how you can spend, you know, damn near $2,000 a month in New York City to live in total poverty. And just, you know, we all know that it's like that, but sometimes you just have to rant and get it off your chest because living in New York is fucking hard. So sit back. My read this week is it goes out to my apartment. Okay. (laughs) Which, you know, my apartment is... It's cute. It's it's got a certain vibe. You know, it's it's homey and homey and is the word I use. It's lit. Like there's natural light, not like nigga lit. Right. And when I first moved into it, I think I was just so happy to finally have my own place that everything else about it I just kind of ignored like the things Same. I didn't like because I was so happy to not share an apartment anymore (laughs) right um but now my apartment is really starting to get on my fucking nerves and it's like the more i think about it the angrier i get because yes i mean on the one hand nobody told me to move to new york city and of course i can leave at any point in time yes i already get that for those of you who are fixing to fix your fingers and tell me that i can go home bitch i know that i know i can go home you're the worst but me and my tax dollars are here right now and something that really gets on my nerves about this fucking city is that shit costs so much money and it is raggedy as every last living fuck my apartment my apartment has three outlets in it the entire apartment that's odd this apartment was built in like 1906 it's what's known as pre-war it's called pre-war up here because that indicates to you that it was built before most people had like lots of electricity and and things like that modern just modern comforts in the home back home this is in a building that certainly would have been condemned a long time ago or forced to you know remodel because it just would have never allowed human beings to live in an apartment that is this old but like seriously there are three outlets in my entire apartment that's the type of shit that gets on my nerves it's an old ass raggedy ass building and so when shit goes wrong the answer is, oh, well, we will try to get it back working as soon as we can. And that is like, that is the official legal explanation. That is all that they give you when you wake up and it is, or you come home in the middle of the day, it's 2.30 in the afternoon and there is no water running in your fucking apartment and you just spent sixteen, seventeen hundred dollars $1,700 on rent. Something 
is wrong there. It doesn't make sense that y'all are charging people the highest rents in the entire fucking country. It does not make sense that Brooklyn has the highest rent in all of America. Like we are Brooklyn, Manhattan, L.A. and the Bay Area. It just does not get worse than that in America for housing prices. And the, the what really pisses me off is that if I was going to spend two thousand dollars on an apartment every fucking month, then I want that apartment to look like it's worth two thousand motherfucking dollars. It's like the housing, the rental situation up here is so bad that people act like two thousand dollars is not a massive amount of money to spend on housing. It is a ton of goddamn money. I had a two bedroom house. I will keep saying this in the middle of Oklahoma City, fucking ten minutes away from the Thunder plays. My nigga with a backyard and a deck and a patio. A bitch had like furniture and a whole extra bedroom for guests to sleep in and it was $650 a month nigga I had a driveway and a garage and it's not nothing I mean of course obviously not some sprawling nice ass house worthy of blue ivy or some shit but it was a perfectly livable decent space for a perfectly reasonable amount of money and I know that that is because absolutely the fuck nobody wants to live in Oklahoma I get it but the shit up here, what you charging for it and what you actually get, it don't match. For $1,600, it ain't no reason it should only be two working outlets in this whole fucking apartment. It ain't no reason that the water should randomly be turned it off. It ain't no reason that the boiler should be going out. When y'all know good and goddamn well, it is so cold in this city that legally you have to keep the heat on. What do you mean the boiler is out and keeps going out for six, eight weeks? How the fuck is this happening? You niggas, you getting at least $1,600 a month from everybody in this goddamn building how is this basic ass shit not working how are you charging all this money and i live in a two-room box like it would be different if the apartment was raggedy and trashy and it was eight hundred dollars because i would expect that to be a raggedy trashy piece of shit but it is so expensive to live here and then you have to turn around and deal with the absolute utmost in bullshit just to have a regular ass space to yourself like you were paying luxury rent prices in New York City to live at the bottom of the motherfucking barrel. And I'm just so tired of it. I know that in the grand scheme of New York City rent, my rent is not that high. And for the place, it, most people would probably not consider it that bad. But that's because we all live in New York City and we've been fucking warped about what is decent and what is worth the fucking price. It's just not worth the fucking price. I'm fed up. I'm tired. And it's always some shit going on on my fucking block. It's a halfway house down the street. Niggas is just rolling up and down my fucking building all damn day. Niggas are selling Lucy's in the lobby and shit. I've spent too much money to live like this. I'm in the middle of the goddamn hood. Spending $1,700, $1,800. Niggas is really living like that. Like, people are... I'm just saying I'm frustrated. <laughs> okay. And I'm fucking tired. And for the amount of money I spend, I don't expect to for my street to be closed off for an entire fucking month because it takes the city that long to repair a pothole and i don't expect to not have hot water for three days and i don't expect for just you know, it's random shit to not be working it just doesn't i don't even have no light switches everything in my house is just so old i get it i'm sorry I totally i'm sorry it. i'm just so frustrated because it's like you pay i'm just because Yesterday, I paid all this money in rent and the water went out in my apartment three fucking times. <laughs> it's running fucking. 
fucking water. I'm done. I'm sorry. I'm done. I'm just. Well, all this fucking money. I spent $600 on rent in Oklahoma and never had a single nigga. My water and electricity didn't go out in tornadoes in tornadoes. This shit be going out here because it's 20 degrees outside. Like, it's for no reason. It just doesn't even matter. Just the fuck because it's old and raggedy. Okay, I'm really done. Okay. I'm gonna, I'm gonna take some weed right now. I'm gonna go find an edible. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So we are back with our last batch of best of moments. This is also one of my personal favorites because we got to pretend to be Blue Ivy, um, which is always <laughs> our favorite thing to do. I mean, if if that could be the whole show, I would. Then totally why do not it. every week? Um, this is when Kanye had one of his uh, many rants on stage about other people's business, and it was to mention that. Blue Ivy and Northwest have not played together. Hmm. They've not hung out. Hmm. They've not gone to Discovery Zone or Chuck E. Cheese or anything <laughs> together. And he was perturbed. And he just got to remain that way. Because Blue's not going over there. She just... <laughs> she just isn't going. Does not want to. <laughs> so check it out. Laugh. <laughs> First of all, Nor- North Northwest, Kanye West... Had a rant at a concert in Seattle where he mentioned the fact that uh, North and Blue Ivy have never played together. I just felt like mentioning that because (laughs) it's definitely going to fuel the voiceovers that I do for these children again in the future. Um, You know that providing (laughs) my imaginary dialogue between Blue Ivy and anybody else, it's one of my favorite things in the world to do. So for you to confirm what I've always (laughs) believed, which is that Blue Ivy neither has the time (laughs) nor the energy for any of that <laughs> to be bothered with the others because truthfully that probably has not this was like a long thing he talks about some shit with with uh the title apple music thing and how he wants to do this joint album with drake but then that was like this conflict between him and jay-z because of the apple music title thing and he said something else that didn't what uh, oh that jay-z Jay didn't come by the house yeah didn't come to see them after the robbery thing, but he called him and he felt like he should have came over there like as brothers or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, all that stuff is cool too, but let's get back to the first thing, (laughs) which is that Blue Ivy is literally, I don't even feel like Jay-Z is the one who was like, nah, we don't have time. I think that Blue literally turns to them when they ask, "Are you? do you want to go over and hang out? Mm -hmm. And she's pretty much like, are you serious right now? Like, I was literally about to go and hop into my Bentley. 
you know what I'm saying, right. the back clearly, right. Right. and have you know one of Julius's many uh, sub bodyguards drive me down to whichever toy store it is that I wanted to go to. We were going to get all of the cotton candy. I may have even purchased something for you, but then you wanted to bring up this other girl <laughs> that I have nothing to do with and have no desire to have anything to do with. So there goes your gift. Um, <laughs> Every time they ask. The answer is going to be a fresh no. And, um, even better I, for me is the thought of Jay-Z talking to Beyonce about it because I can just see her being like... Nigga, if you thought that I was going to allow you to pack up my child and take her over there around them crazy-ass white people and all the shit they be having going on at that house, you got a whole nother thing coming. And I don't think, like, for Kanye to have gone on stage and spilled out all these emotions and talked about all this stuff and Jay-Z not really all this and da 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 it's like, once again, you're letting us into something that the rest of us didn't need to be made Hard aware enough. of. Like, this is none of our business. It Thank you for sharing isn't. But this has literally nothing to do with the rest of us. And this is why they don't go over there. Because y'all don't know how to probably, keep nothing to yourself. Probably has a lot to do with it, bro. This has everything to do with it, nigga. I just feel like it has a lot to do. I mean, who would Kanye go over there? West and Kim Kardashian are one of the most open with their business ass couples on earth. Absolutely. Beyonce and Jay-Z are one of the most mind-your-own-goddamn-business-ass couples on earth. They are like, we will show you the dress or the picture of the baby or what we did on vacation when we good and goddamn ready. And you will only hear about it from our outlets. Right. You can hear about it on Tidal. You can maybe see it on Beyonce's uh, Instagram. <laughs> maybe <laughs> even Tumblr. on Tumblr. Yeah. But other than that, girl, mind your business because you weren't meant to hear about it. The end. And that's all so I is. don't understand. Like, duh, girl, of course. <laughs> Beyonce is not updating her apps with daily videos about what she did and how she gained five pounds. Beyonce doesn't have a book with her titties and vagina in the middle of it. That's not shaming. I'm just saying she is giving you an money. example of what, what she she's willing to show and whatnot. <laughs> this isn't it. How, you know, Kim Kardashian is very open. Beyonce is very not. You know, so I just... Nothing about them, and and friend or not, which, you know, I think over the years it's debatable to, to really talk about how close Kanye and Jay really are. At the end of the day, you got to stick by your wife. I'm sure Jay-Z and Kanye both understand that. And if Beyonce does not want to go over to Kim Kardashian's house, she's for damn sure not letting Blue Ivy go over there. And that is just the end of the conversation. I mean, I'm just, where is the confusion? Blue Ivy's definitely not going somewhere Beyonce won't go. You Now you have to understand that. If there's anybody she's protective of, it's Blue Ivy. And she has every reason to be. I mean, she's her mom. That's just what moms do. So, so right. I mean, that's anybody. So, of course, but Blue if you'll Ivy is get not going a, over there. <laughs> on a flying stage around however many thousands and thousands of people and say all of this personal business they don't nobody need to know. And most of the people in, involved in this besides you probably didn't want you to say. Then, Including Kim. What would stop you if they did have this child go over and play with you with your child? What would stop you from then one day being in your feelings and going up there and being like, Well, when Blue Ivy came over to the house, she had on these shoes and she didn't take them off. And I felt like, <laughs> so you really just going to walk on my rug? And, you know, at the same time, you know, when North... Decided that she wanted to watch Peppa Pig. The Blue Ivy said, it's a, this is a Doc McStuffins house, bitch. 
And I don't care how, like, it's like, you know what I'm saying? When will it stop with Kanye? When, where will right. the boy, it would be best if that just don't happen. That right. way you don't Let's say something out of it. that we really have a problem with. So, oh, I can't blame Beyonce. I can't. I'm looking at this and I just don't see where I would do anything differently. And tr- also, I also North, I'm not going over there. North seems like a very like sweet, like fun loving. Please don't aggravate or confuse me, baby. Mm-hmm. Blue seems like <laughs> aggravation I don't and have confusion time are what I this. do. Like, <laughs> who are you? Okay, move. Like. <laughs> Blue Ivy, like, queen of chaos. I feel like Blue Ivy just comes through and she's a presence. And what she wants is clearly expressed by herself. Like, I feel like she doesn't make any... She's not shy about saying what she wants or expressing her displeasure or distaste with someone. It doesn't matter who is watching. Everybody can get out of Blue Ivy's way. Listening. Listen. Move. Y'all like, saw her cut up on the white carpet at the VMA. Is your name on the on, on the list? What is she doing back here? Who, Who is, is she? Whose man is this? Who, okay, well, I what I'm going to do, I'm going to go and get in the sprinter until y'all niggas figure out what the fuck <laughs> you're doing. Because clearly everybody's lost their mind. Y'all got stranger niggas around me. Like, y'all don't know who the fuck I am. Clearly. So I'm going to go until y'all, y'all figure bonkers. it out. Right. Because, I mean, clearly this area is not ready for me. There's too many faces here I don't know. Clean it up and stop acting like I don't have firing capabilities around here. Over all you hoes. Anybody can get terminated. Literally anyone. I don't even have to ask permission. I will simply go to my mama and say such and such no longer works here and I'm going to get a lollipop. It's just I do what I want, figure it out. I don't answer to nobody but Beyonce and we talk about it to be honest. We don't direct one another. We collaborate. There's always a negotiation involved. <laughs> Truthfully, it goes my way 95% of the time because I'm the dog. Because Bisaye sees my vision. It is it is what it is. So. I broke records, chart records. You bitches better fall in, in line. In two days. I'm the youngest person to ever chart. Who are you? I'm sorry, what? <laughs> okay. Did somebody say something? I know Blue Ivy can be in a room full of grown people and open her mouth and they will all shut up. What is she about to say? I have been in music videos already. Like, what have you done with your life? What does she make for being in formation? $600,000 or something? Something crazy. Some some insane amount. Look, just carry this purse and fix your attitude, okay? Before your juice gets demoted. <laughs> you don't want to get back to that 75% water, that yeah. artificial... Okay, so uh, this next one is triggering. Oh, no. This is actually a part one. So you already know some bullshit. Mm -hmm. Of what is apparently being called my uh, chase drama. Oh, yes. We can't forget the the, chase saga of 2016. The chase saga (laughs) part one is what it is being called. My God. You versus one of America's biggest banks. I mean, literally. And take them down. Why not? So uh, part one (laughs) is when I tried to go and reserve my PlayStation VRs, which I did get because God is good. He is a healer and a conqueror. Yeah. Um. But Chase was hating on me and basically (laughs) told me that some fishy shit was going down 
in the wackest, most unprofessional way possible. And I had to lo- let them know about their hind parts. Mm-hmm. So you go ahead and, and give your ears up to this. <laughs> so I just want to say a big, hearty fuck you going out to chase. Because I always have some bullshit going back and forth with them and my debit card. Now listen. I don't know what it is about me and banks. I remember growing up, always hearing people talk about banks and insurance, how they're all scams and it's all a bunch of bullshit and none of them are good and everything's out to get you. And I just remember thinking, oh, that is some old people bullshit back to Sega Genesis. Now I see what niggas meant. So (laughs) basically... I don't know if other people who have Chase debit cards experience this. I'm told that they do. But every time I go somewhere, if I decide that I'm going to go shopping, which I do pretty frequently, after maybe the third stop, your card don't work. And they start calling you and they text you and send you emails talking about, hey, girl, you using your card because right. niggas are using the card. It's like all around or whatever. Is this you? If it is, click yes. And if it's not, click no. And so you got to sit there where your card has already declined. By now you holding up the line and all this shit to get them to be like, oh, okay, well, your card is approved. You can use it again in five minutes. So now you got to wait for five minutes. Five minutes? For like, right. Like, Jesus. I can't just use my card again. I have to wait five minutes for you to turn the shit back on or whatever. So, mind you, I don't have a credit card. I haven't had a credit card since I was a teenager because I got my first credit card when I was 16 after my mama told me over and over and over again not, <laughs> not to get to a credit it. card. It will ruin your life. And I did and it ruined my life. So <laughs> I am not getting a credit card again. I've lived long enough and worked long enough to improve that credit and get it back to a place where I could have things. And so I just have decided not to have one. I don't need one. There's no purpose for a credit card in my life. So I operate card-wise off of that shit. First of all, they don't put chips in them now. So when you go everywhere, you have to leave your card in a machine and all this stuff. You know I lost one card yeah. forgetting that it was in the, in the ATM. ATM. Yeah. All this bullshit. So now I woke up this morning because this is going to go over your head. But PlayStation is re- releasing what's called PlayStation VR, which is going to be a virtual reality PlayStation 4 headset Ooh, that's coming out like Star Trek. in October. Sure. So, the pre-orders for that shit went up this morning. So, I said to myself, self, we have to get in line for this shit because you can't bullshit. That's not the game that you play. You play the real ones. So, we have to get one. I woke up at, like, 9.30 because pre-orders were at, like, 10 Eastern. And so, I hop on and I get on there and I pre-ordered one from GameStop.com. And then I went to Best Buy to go pre-order another one just in case some shit with the GameStop one Mm -hmm. went funky. I am serious about this. And so I went to GameStop. When I went to the Best Buy one, the card didn't work. So I'm assuming, okay, they done fucked with my shit. Let me call them. So I call them. And these niggas tell me that the card wasn't just declined because of some fishy shit. They said last week, there was a message sent out to them that the card had been compromised. And so the card that I have will be shut down on April 4th and then I will be getting a new one in the mail soon. Bitch, do you know that I told these niggas, first of all, why the fuck 
did nobody tell me this? Like, what are you talking about? Oh, well, we can't say, but last week there was a message that, you know, it was just compromised and, and that could be from, you know, a retailer. It could be from law enforcement. It could be from whatever. So I'm assuming that we, when we went to Toronto on Friday or whatever for the weekend, mm-hmm. that I must use my card out there somewhere and somehow it got back to Chase. Oh, whatever. Mind you, okay. I called them hoes okay. the day before and I said, I'm going out of town for a day and a half. I'm going to be out of the country. Please make sure that you don't pull none of that bullshit with me because I need my shit in order. They said, okay, we've put the note on your account. We know you're going to be out. It'll be working fine. Everything will be great. Now you're telling me some shit about compromises and that you are going to shut my car down. Now, the issue that I have with that is not only am I being inconvenienced, I have to now memorize a whole new car. I have to just take that car that is linked to all kinds of different accounts and shit and go back over. I'll Update everything. Every single goddamn thing. Oh my God. GoDaddy. Netflix. Uh, Con Ed. Every, every Amazon. Uber. Postman. Every. <laughs> Every thing surpa- all of my shit. Yes. I have to go and have all of my shit put back in there. And I'm like, so you mean to tell me that my card was compromised? You hoes, I called you. <laughs> like, I called <laughs> you, bitch, because y'all was playing this game when I'm trying to buy my shit. So you mean to tell me my car was compromised, but I've still been using it ever since Friday. And I used it this morning to buy some shit for however $500 or whatever and went right. to go and get another one. And you now, and I had to call you for you to tell me that not only was it compromised, but that you're shutting this shit down in a couple of days and sending me a brand new one. So I was just going to get the shit in the mail. Why are you always playing games with me this is my money i don't want to do none of that rush card shit with you hoes i want my money it's mine and i need it now and whatever i need it in the future i want that shit in the future it is my goddamn money don't play no fucking games with me does this mean that i need to just take my money out of chase and go put it somewhere else is that what it is please let me know if this is just some bullshit with every single bank and it's just like some card shit where everybody tries to pull the wool over your eyes and shove you down a goddamn flight of stairs and play games with you so that i don't waste my time because if it's just these niggas that are doing this i will gladly take my funds and place them somewhere else where i can just go to Saks if i fucking want to and buy anything do you know that these hoes told me that i went to Saks avenue to go buy some shoes or whatever the fuck i was in there for this was the second time that i had gone in there and i had to go and call them because they don't take debit in there why why would they? <laughs> it's rich white hoes who have no goddamn business right. worrying about no dollar amount. So they don't got to do that in there. So I said, whatever. <laughs> I called these motherfuckers and I told them, listen, I'm here shopping. This is something that I enjoy doing. It's my money. You can't tell me what to do with it, bitch. I'm grown. I earned it. And I want access to it right now. Why is it every time I come in here, I have to play this game with y'all? And they're like, you know, well, in order for you to not have to deal with this in the future just make sure that you use your pen bitch you're not listening to what I just said to you <laughs> I just told you that they don't do that shit in here they're just gonna run it as credit and so are you telling me that every single time well you know we've had plenty of complaints about people who shop there and the only thing we can tell you to do is just give us a call and we'll fix the problem for you so you mean to tell me that every time if I want to come into this bitch everybody who got a chase debit card who goes to stacks you're telling me 
across the nation, internationally, whatever. These motherfuckers got to talk to your bitch ass first before they can get their receipt and, and push it. You're telling me that I have to call you and get permission to access my goddamn ducats to buy what I fucking <laughs> want to? I got to ask you for it first. Isn't it my money? You work for it? How many podcasts did you post, bitch? Don't play with me. I want my money. Don't fuck around with me, especially not when it comes to tech or games or anything that I enjoy. Let this have been some formation tour tickets. Let this have been some fucking formation tour tickets. Do you know the bitches are out here? It's Beyonce season. You can't play games with this. Don't be mad because she didn't call on your car for VIP passes or whatever the fuck it is. You can't play games with people like that when Beyonce is out here just ready and willing to drop shit at at any second like that because shit will get sold out and people will be out here looking crazy and you'll be telling them oh well a new card is 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 headed to your house so we weren't gonna tell you because we didn't want you to come and call and yell at us don't fuck with me i want my money now it would have been great if the bullshit had ended there oh but it fucking did him of course not <laughs> chase tried you again i mean and i this isn't even the only time this is probably just maybe the only other time that i mentioned it on here i don't even know but this is the Chase Saga Part 2. Uh, and this is when I went down to the Apple Store to go and just try a, to buy a simple iPod. Just one iPod. That is it. And I had to go through three people at Chase's <laughs> phone's customer service line. And in the end, I had to not only correct, correct some black woman's grammar... But also tell her that I'm not the goddamn good black one. I remember this. (sighs) That was a sad day. I just shout out again to that one white woman who stayed out of my way because she wasn't trying to have it. She knew what it was. Go ahead and listen to this. So I left the the Batman versus Superman movie, right? Whenever Friday. Mm. And... Mm. Um, I enjoyed the movie. You know, I personally, oh, really? yeah, I liked it. I don't, I feel like most of the people who are complaining about it are like super hardcore comic book fans and they're just like, that's not how Batman and, and Superman originally fought. Superman has way more hairs on his chest. And, and it, I was just, I'm like, I don't get any of that. I just wanted to have a good time and I did. That okay. was me. Anyway, so I left that and I went across the street because, you know, there's that Apple store across the street from the IMAX in Lincoln Square. Mm-hmm. I went to go buy an iPod. Now, I told you the story last week about how they said that my card was compromised or whatever, and I'm assuming that this is because of my trip to Canada. Whatever. So they said they were sending me a new check and a new card in the mail, which I did not want, blah, 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 listen to last week. So I go to the Apple store, and I go to them, and I say, you know, I'd like to buy the iPod, whatever. So my card's declined. So I just want to start by... Start. I just want to say that... (laughs) As a young black man, when you go shopping somewhere, especially if you're going to spend like over $100 or something like that, and your card is declined, even if it's the bank's fault, I want you to understand folks that ain't black, how embarrassing that is. Like, because (laughs) if it were a white woman, I was told by AppleCare that I could, if it were her in the front, they would have just been like, yeah, your bank's probably fucking up. Like a couple of people usually um like black cashiers mm-hmm. like even the guy who helped me at sex was black and he was like you know this happens all the time when people with chase cards come in here everybody else be looking at you like no well issue. i don't know if you want to <laughs> do you have another card no i don't have no other fucking card bitch this isn't i know how much money i have i ain't just coming here to spend this is a debit card ho like i know how much money like i ain't coming here to play with you girl i didn't think that you're gonna feel sorry for me and give it to me anyway 
So <laughs> it's just embarrassing and nobody wants to have to go through that shit. And so I have to call them now. Now, I spoke to three people during this phone call. The first person. Now, I don't usually like to judge people or say what their race may be based on their voices. Mm-hmm. The first girl, the first person I spoke to sounded like a white woman, like a middle aged white woman. Okay. Either way, I said to her, listen, I'm in the Apple store. I want to buy an iPod. My card is not allowing me to do that. I would like for you to fix it so I can get out of this store. And I don't want you to say anything else to me. I want to buy this iPod and leave. Don't ask me no questions. Don't ask me. I put my credit card, my I mean, my debit card number in the automated shit that I didn't want to talk to. You have my information. <laughs> don't ask me anything else. Oh, I want to leave. Oh, she said, you know what? I'm going to, you know, I'm probably going to transfer you to the debit card department. I'm going to make sure that they understand. Give me one moment. I said, do you, girl? She put me on hold for all of 20 seconds and comes back with a guy who sounds like he may be Indian. Um, And so she says to him verbatim, you're on the phone with my name. Mm-hmm. She goes, he's just in the Apple store trying to buy an iPod. He wants to buy it so that he can get out of there and go home. <laughs> and I appreciated that this white woman yes! was like... She was like, I got it. Like, I get it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. She didn't re- ask me no questions. She didn't say nothing. She said exactly what I said to this man. She was like, sir, you're on the phone with uh, Fabio. I feel like his name was. And, and that was her last call of the shift. She was ready to go. She was like, I don't want no problems with this nigga day. So she clicks. The first thing Fabio asks me. No, the first thing he says is, so you're in the Apple store trying to buy an iPod? I said, look. Look, look, listen, look, don't ask me no questions you already know the answer to. This is how y'all get cussed out now. She sat here and I listened to her tell you that I'm in the Apple store. Why are you asking me a question where you already, she just told you that. Like, look, I said, listen, I came by the iPod. I know I have the money in the bank because I know how much money I have. Fix it, make it so that I can. Don't say nothing else to me. Nothing else. And so he's like, okay, I have to put you on a brief hold. Of course you do, girl. Do you. He comes back maybe a minute later and he's like, so the reason that you can't buy the uh, the iPod is because your limit has been lowered. I said, what? Mm-hmm. It was like, oh, well, because your card was uh, compromised, they lowered the limit that you can use, or like the ATM limit or how much you can use when you go out to shop or whatever. I said, sir. What? I said, sir, this doesn't make any sense to me. Like, This is my money that I worked for Mm -hmm. and I am telling you that I know that it's in the bank and the only person who is stopping me from accessing it and using my money the way that I want to is you. You are not going to hold my money hostage because you didn't work for it. So make it so that I can buy my iPod and leave. That's all I want. This bitch going to say, okay, well, first of all, oh, because I was cussing. He going to say, well, first of all, I would like to ask you not to use profanity. Secondly, I already told you. I said, I'm going to stop you right there. You're not going to be cute with me on the phone. Now people are in the Apple store looking at me. <laughs> I said, you're not going to try and get cute with me on the phone today, bitch. That's not what you're not. That's not what you're going to do. What you are going to do is make it so that I can buy my product and get out of here. And he was just like, sir, I, sir, sir, trying to get a word in. I said, you know what? Are you a manager? He said, no. I said, well, put me on the phone with one. Don't say anything to me. I want to hear hold music and the voice of the manager when you get back, bruh. And so he puts me on hold. 
brings me brings back a woman who is very clearly black and I want to say that she said her name was Messy spelled with a Z you already know where this is going so you know he clicks over or whatever I said the first thing that I said to this woman was madam I am extremely pissed right now I understand that you do not know me I understand that we've never had a conversation before I understand that you're probably just going to try to do the best that you can with your job but I want you to understand that this is the umpteenth time that I have to call this fucking phone number over some bullshit with this goddamn card and me not being able to get my money Mm -hmm. I would like to buy this iPod I would like to leave you are a manager do what it is that you can do because I know you can do something to make it so that I can buy this iPod and then I say once you have done that then explain to me what it is that I can do in the future to make it so that I never have to call you bitch made rubber neck <laughs> goddamn fuck face assholes again. Tell me what it is so that I don't have to do it. So she, you know, increases the the limit or whatever. Yeah, and she says single transaction limit. Why would it be that low anyway? Because the card was comp. Oh, Listen, girl. okay. So she said, sir, I raised it. It's going to be, you know, whatever, higher for the rest of the day. When midnight hits, come come tomorrow, you won't, it's going to go back down to what it was. And so she said the reason that it was lowered is because your card was potentially compromised. I said, ma'am, my card never was compromised. I've had my card. You know what I'm saying? I use it, whatever. She said the card was potentially uh, compromise. Yeah. I said potentially it's even worse because that means that it may <laughs> or may not have been compromised. That's Bitch, right. you guessing. And either way, I have to get a new card with a new number and input my payment. I'm the one who's being inconvenienced because you think that some shit may have happened because you allegedly got a message from law enforcement or somewhere, wherever the fuck, and they're telling you. So just to be safe, you're sending me a new card. And that's fair, fine, whatever. But the fact that you bitches didn't even call me and say nothing to me about it is the problem that I really have. You didn't say anything to me about it. I had to call you when I was trying to reserve my PlayStation VR and ask you what the fuck going on and that's when you told me so I would have just got the card in the mail that doesn't make any sense so she was like well sir you know that's the way the thing is and the problem is that the problem that you're having when you go out is that you know the cards have chips in them now and retailers have these you know the the registered device or whatever we're supposed to slide your thing you know how now they have the part on the bottom where you stick the card in with the chip Mm -hmm. she said that retailers were supposed to have those like since October of last year and a lot of shopping places or whatever haven't integrated them yet and so that's where you're having the trouble I said madam I would just like to point out to you that both of those things that you just mentioned have nothing to do with me I didn't put a card I didn't put a chip in this card you did I don't have no store with no devices or whatever put these cards in they do None of this has anything to do with me. I don't even like this goddamn shit bullshit. You put this shit in my car and told me what I got to do with it. And I'm the one who's being inconvenienced by it. Do you see how this is not my fault? And yet I'm the one suffering. And I said, she's like, the, the thing that blew me was I was so sure that this black woman was going to see where I was coming from. And she's sitting here defending the bullshit with me. She's like, well, sir, mm-hmm. you know, 
what we're simply trying to do is make sure that your money is safe and you can access it and that people aren't trying to do whatever. You know what I'm saying? Like if law enforcement contacts us and says that your car could potentially be compromised, we have to make sure that we shut it down so that you don't lose any money. Now, if that makes us an unrational bank, then I guess that Chase is just an unrational bank. I said, first of all, Chase is an irrational bank. Unrational is not a word and it is irrational for you to shut down somebody's goddamn card and not tell them nothing about it. And then also lower the limit on the card the, since the mind you the card the limit's been lowered since you say it could have been compromised before you even set me before I got my new card two weeks ago <laughs> so mind you when I went home that day the card was in the mail it wasn't there before I left the house so I just got the card but my lo, my limit's been lowered this whole last time wow so this is this that's rational to you like that makes sense it absolutely is rational for a bank to try and protect its people from having you know fraud or whatever the fuck go on mm-hmm. but for you to just be snatching people's damn cards and, and throwing it out and trying to replace it and they have an attitude with me bitch like I'm the problem here girl mm-hmm. like I didn't have I used my card all of twice when I was in Canada what they sent you ain't got nothing to do with the fact that you didn't say nothing to me about sending me this card and then here go this news about y'all shutting people down and calling them terrorists because their dog's name is on a goddamn transfer (laughs) and you thought it might have something to do with ISIS. You dumb bitch. Shut the fuck up and find something new to do. See, I can't deal. Like, I've always known ever since I was a kid, like I said last year, that the banking system in the U.S., insurance, a lot of this stuff is all bullshit. And I could sit here for literal days Mm -mm. and go on how all of that shit is really all set up to fuck y'all over. I know that if I had one of your little platinum Chase credit cards that you sending me mail over every single time I go to the bank, y'all trying to get me to get one of these cards. I know that if it was that shit, you wouldn't have had nothing to say to me. You wouldn't have had nothing to say to me. And then so, like, I don't even understand why I'm going back and forth with you, but I tried to be patient with these hoes on this goddamn phone, and the only reason I tried to be patient with these bitches is because I have worked at a call center for some white folks that I didn't have nothing to do with (laughs) over some money and bullshit with taxes and shit that I have nothing to do with. I've been cussed out by white people, black people, brown people, yellow, green, purple, indigo. I've been cussed out by people over their money. They didn't have nothing to do with me before and had to sit there and be patient. So I get it. And I'm not trying to be hard on you because you didn't make the policies, but you're going to try and defend the bullshit where you know it ain't my fault and have an attitude with me and be using incorrect words and shit, bitch. (laughs) Don't get dragged. Don't get dragged. Because I was trying to be nice with you, but now you're going to remember this ass, this cussing out. You're going to go home and tell your husband that don't love you about the nigga that cussed your ass out over on the phone because you wanted to be an ass. Fuck you, Messy. Fuck Fabio for asking me Her questions. Name is messy. And shout out to the white woman who was like, I don't want it today. <laughs> I just want for this man to go and plug in his shit, connect it to iTunes, and leave me out of it. I'm That's done. That's so real. Because, like, I feel like Chase her talking about oh well you know we just want to protect you and make sure your money's not gone they worried about them and how if something happened to your car they would they be need like, right, to make sure they that would have my to money pay back is all exactly. that shit right they worried about they own pockets because if it was really about you somebody from Chase would have called you and said hey sir I don't know if you were in Canada recently but it looks like your card may have been compromised so here are the next steps and them hoes knew not to do that because what did I do I called you bitches before and I told you that I was going to be in Canada for how I told you 
the, the time my flight landed Man. to the time that bitch took off again. <laughs> so you knew I was going to be in Canada. You always are playing a fucking game. If you want to send me a new car, that's annoying enough. It in is. itself, that's aggravating. But the fact that you, you have my phone number, you have my goddamn email address, you have my photographs, you have my goddamn social security, you have all of my information Man. and you used none of it to say so my my nigga listen we don't know what the fuck going on with your car we're gonna be like real fresh and honest with you but we sending you a new one just thought you should know also if you try and go out somewhere and be real fancy you probably gonna have to call us girl because we shutting that shit down so until you activate that new card it's gonna be some bullshit with this card i'm sorry girl because like yeah. life is full of disappointments and some shit just sucks and there ain't nothing you can do about it i get that yeah but the way that you go on it that, that y'all have gone about this and then bullshit like this in the news just shows me that y'all don't give a fuck about nobody but yourselves and your old ass white great granddaddies at the top of the chain who out here playing with everybody's fucking money so <laughs> at the end like I will figure out what I have to do with Woo! my coins but you bitches ain't gonna do that cause I try to be nice to you and you gonna have an attitude with me on the phone when you wrong and you bitches like to do that shit because you know I can't reach through the matrix and yank out your goddamn bangs bitch but don't play with me like y'all got my money y'all you, have my money you have my money not the other way around you have my shit that you're making money off of right in your bank right don't play with me <laughs> Get their asses together. I'm done. Woo. So as anybody who listens to this show knows, there's one person we love above all, and that is Beyonce Giselle Nose Carter. She Beyonce. just, you know who the fuck she is. That's and right. so anytime she does anything, it is a great celebration for the two of us. Absolutely. It fills our heart with incredible, unspeakable joy. Absolutely. And of course, when the Lemonade event occurred earlier this year, we were all about it. I'm pretty sure we dedicated an entire episode to just Beyonce and then some mentions of Prince. Uh, yes. Who we tragically lost this year. So please revisit the dropping of Lemonade and the blessing that it provided to our lives with us now. You know. We knew it was coming. And I need to talk to you. I need to talk to you. And ask you for your guidance, <laughs> especially today, when my world <laughs> what is wrong with cloudy, you? Lord, <laughs> I open up my heart. This is full praise and worship. <laughs> I'm just so thankful for Beyonce Jesus like Amen. thank you for cause you know what because she is a blessing when you're back up against the wall and the wall against, against your back, back who, who you, you call? gonna call you no. got to call him. Hey. you got to call him so, so I just so lemonade happened it did it happened to us and really I did not know how we was gonna come in the studio next week and have to deal with Prince which I'm sure we'll talk about Prince later but like this album came at such an important time. Like it really just was like a nuclear bomb of good at the ooh, right time. Oh my god, cuz I was really like lacking. I was struggling. Like I don't know, just shit everything just seemed to be bad. Like we were saying last week, just everything was bad. It was nothing but bad news. It's a whole bunch of bullshit still going on, but at least I have some lemonade to sip on the <laughs> sidelines while y'all out here bullshitting because I just can't. Right. And so I just, I thank God for Beyonce and the fact that she just dropped this off when she did because it was exactly what I needed and I have done nothing and but consume this album. Exactly what I thought. Like, because you have to, you have to consider the fact that we really did not know what the fuck was going to happen. Right. Like some bitches were saying it's going to be like a music video. Some people were saying that it was going to be a visual album again. Some people were saying it might be some documentary style shit. Like everybody was guessing because all Beyonce said was 
lemonade. Friday, Saturday night. Saturday night. You'll cancel whatever you're doing. HBO. Okay. See you there. That's it. So, <laughs> and that is all. She still has not said. For nothing. me, I said best case scenario. What Beyonce will do is this <sighs> will be a film of the music from a new album. And the album will be available right after. And that is literally what happened. Yeah. And so I just thank her for just, you know, coming into my life when I really needed yes. some joy and just and just supplying it. And the album was actually up on title before the movie even finished all the way. Like they knew. Right. They were like, you know what? Listen, the servers are going to be stressed. Just go ahead and release it at 947. Girl. Exactly. Just go ahead and put it up because it's going to be a mess over here in a minute. And it just. I was just. I don't. Oh, my God. I can't. So I sat down in in total darkness. I put my phone on airplane mode. I was like, I want to consume whatever Beyonce has put out here for me. I want to receive it. Raw, organic, fresh pressed. And and (sighs) so I just feel like, you know, first of all, we have to just acknowledge the the album's body of work. Um, I think that's just really great. I think that it came at an uh, an awesome time in her career and whatnot. I also just love, I love how un- unapologetically black it is, obviously. I love how honest it is, obviously. But I love that it's really like she lifted up, lifted up these gigantic, like, these huge arms <laughs> and gathered every black girl in the world. Yes. And then just... Brought them up against her bosom like Yanla. It is the biggest, like, hug. It was an amazing Mammy Titty experience. Like, a positive Mammy Titty experience. It felt it felt good. It felt affirming as a black woman to, to watch that short film or whatever she wants to call it. And just, like, the way it was shot was just so beautiful. And, you know, using Worsen, Worsen Shire to write the dialogue for the movie was mm-hmm. fucking perfect like her words are just perfect and I don't I mean I've taken a look at the credits and you know a million fucking people worked on this and again shout out to this bitch's team because how do they be keeping these secrets for months on months and months and this bitch should be filming all over the fucking world she'll sit up in New Orleans for two weeks and shoot this shit all over New Orleans and somehow nothing comes out until she wants it to it is just everybody I mean how how the fuck you had all of these amazing Zendaya's in your fucking shit Amanda, Quivenjane. Um, oh what are they? God. Chloe and Hallie. Oh, uh, yes. Ebay. Like, oh, my God. Kendrick when Lamar I saw, is on I your album. I fell out when I saw Ebay sitting on that fucking porch with Beyonce. I was like, you fucking kidding me? Kendrick's on the album. James Blake. Jack White. All of these artists I really enjoy. And can we, I mean, I'm sure you knew this, but when I heard Beyonce break out into a country song, I said, okay, this is it. This is it. Me and this bitch are sisters. Like, we're clearly cousins. (laughs) I knew you were going to live for that. Bitch, Beyonce and country music? I have been waiting my whole life for this, and I did not know how much I wanted it until I heard Beyonce and country? Nigga. We will get to that. Nigga. So, I... (laughs) Again, I just enjoy it so much for what it is. Oh, my God. I love that it's like this story, right, of... Of love and infidelity and like all of this like honest raw yes, shit. Like a lot I'm not of real this emotion. Bullshit. I'm absolutely human and I'm just like the rest of you girls, except that I'm sickening and talented and blessed and rich and fine. <laughs> and so, 
like, but other than that, like, but I'm human is the thing. Is the thing, and I have feelings as well. And you know, niggas are dirty from time to time. But also, like, I'm also human, and you know, love is love. And can you get past it? Can you work on it? Whatever. Yeah. Also, at the same time, respect my gangster. Respect <laughs> me and my black sisters. You ain't gonna kill no more of us. And love is the key. <laughs> it's just like it's, it's right. just this like. It's, it's like so all these great. keys to life in one package. So our last clip for the best read moments of 2016 is obviously also Beyonce related. And this is when we both came back from the fantastic voyage that mm-hmm. was the Formation World Tour right, right. here in New York. Uh, clearly, we were both quite excited and way past (laughs) impressed this is i think for me when i mentioned earlier about needing help and you know being insane uh is when i listened to this i had no idea that i had such uh such a large reaction (laughs) and basically an explosion of feelings about the concert and our good old sound buddy, Dwayne, decided to throw in a bunch of Michael Bay-ass sound effects <laughs> to make it sound like a fucking summer blockbuster. It's everything. <laughs> so uh, this is us fanning out to the Formation Tour. Shout out to all Thank of you, you <laughs> for making the read another uh, moment in your lives and you know whatever listening to our bullshit again for another however many weeks 52 56 whatever fucking number it is i feel like Porsche today <laughs> so yes get information are you good so i, I need to be at the show in new orleans i wasn't as close as you were i was in section 123 which you weren't is as close as i was on tuesday on tuesday right okay. i wasn't on the floor i was in like section 123 with Jade I had three tickets and me and Jade sat together and then the other ticket was in a way better section but it was by itself so Asante took that one because he said he wanted to stand without any judgment which I understand because he gets emotional which is fine I mean we all do but so we were in a different section and you could see like the thing about this bitch is that she really considers every Every single single seat it's just there's something for everybody. And the sides of this giant box are oftentimes showing a completely different, different clip right. than what the front is. And I'm just like, this bitch has truly outdone herself. It does not matter if you spent $66 and you are way at the fucking top of this arena. You are going to see the same show as the rest of us. Now, you may not be able to see the color of her eyeshadow in person like I, I did. I mean, you may not touch her fingertips like I did, but the point is that you saw it. That's right. You were there. You will still be able to get a full Beyonce experience. She has that stage that's right up in the front and <laughs> And then, like she always does, has yeah. the catwalk to the stage that's in the middle. Yeah. So there is literally just a piece of the Beyonce for every person in every seat. I encourage you to be a part of the movement. This is not a concert that you just got to be like, well, if I can only get nosebleed seats, then I'm not going to go. Bitch, you better bring some motherfucking Kleenex, <laughs> stuff both nostrils, and be in goddamn formation and make your presence goddamn known. It's not a fucking show to miss. It isn't. And you girls be asking me all of the time why I don't spend my money to come and see your other girls it is because I have seen all of these Beyonce concerts and it is just it's going to be underwhelming and I am sorry like she brings it she brings it every mark Beyonce hits Every every mark Beyonce hits all 
of the dots. Every X, every O. Tic-tac-toe on your motherfucking black American ass, bitch. Beyonce has got it for you and she's bringing it overseas too. She's got the vocals unmatched. She's got the choreography. Don't test her. She's got the stage presence. Every dancer is bringing their whole goddamn oh spinal God. cord. They yes. are dancing in water. They are dancing in air. Oh They're dancing God. in fire and earth. They are dancing from each and every part of all of the Avatar's kingdoms, bitch, they are representing on that motherfucking stage. The mamas are over there on the side, and they are giving you vocals. They are, they are singing from all of their chakras. They are singing from the bottom to the goddamn top. The, the guitar, the drums, everything, the lights, the camera, the fucking action, the smoke, the mirrors, the wind. Everything is just there. Beyonce thinks about all of it. She thinks about all of it. All of it. She thinks about all of it. You just can't. Like, uh, okay. Woo. All right. Amen. Now, I tried to keep that under control. No, let it out. Let it out. Let it out. it just had to happen. It was just so good. She thinks about everything. Okay, guys. Well, that is the show. That's our best of. Moments 3 to 2016. Thank you so much to everybody who supplied some suggestions and things. I forgot yes, about a lot of these 99% <laughs> of them, and I don't know how you've made it this far. Yes, thank you again. Like we say every year to everybody who has been listening to us, sharing the show with your friends and families, and all this other shit. Everybody who buys a ticket and just holds us down and supports us. Thank you for seeing us through another year, and we'll see y'all in 2017 if Donald Trump don't kill us first. We will be back next week Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. letting you girls know now so you're not asking any questions. (laughs) It sounds far away. We'll be right back on track next week, y'all. We'll be right back to talking about your cousins and your favorite uh, Instagram followers. Yes. See you then. Be safe. 